0: Talk
1: live. And we're back. And we're live. And it's Sunday. And playing the part of Ian Freeman tonight will be the Reverend Captain Kickass. And playing the part of Nicky Sunshine will be Richie Rich. And playing the part of Richie Rich will be Nicky Sunshine. Just so you're all clear on who's who tonight on Free Talk Live. Glad
2: (laughs) we could clear that up.
1: (laughs) That was uh, Richie Rich made a point to make sure that we straightened all that out at the beginning of the show.
2: Don't want anybody to get confused, you know? Yeah.
1: So the telephone number here in the studio is 603 283 Six one six zero. That's six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Some of you might be listening and going, "What? Wait a minute! Why? Why did these guys start now?" Because it's time, isn't it? An hour to go yet? Oh uh, yeah, you know, because you oh, got
3: yeah. that's right. We're doing that
1: nonsense.
2: Yep. You got
3: again. effed by government savings time. Yep. That's right.
2: An hour has been stolen from you.
3: Spring forward. I got double effed. Really? Because I went to bed later than usual last night watching the XFL game. And I was like, why am I extra tired this morning when the alarm went off? Like, mm. Oh, man. Double aft. Yep.
1: I uh, I was here last night doing Free Talk Live and then Beard Talk Live. Uh, we had special guest uh, Greg from New York. Yeah. The, the Queen guy on both shows. He came to dinner tonight. Cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, he was uh, a hell of a guest on both shows. And uh, so I'm driving home after the thing and I get home and I'm like, man, I, I lost an hour somewhere. Why is it so freaking late?
2: Have I been abducted by and, um, aliens? Yeah,
1: like you know, I, I I checked my butt and you know nothing, yeah. nothing unusual. <laughs> you know, didn't didn't you know no remnants of probes or anything. Okay. Yep. and uh, just a small
3: piece of toilet paper. <laughs> so so I,
1: was like, uh, I was like, well, okay. And then uh, I I walked by my my stove, which mm-hmm. of course is a manual change. Yep. It's not. Yep. I don't have the smart stove, meaning it's not connected to the internet in any way, shape, or form. And I looked at the clock, and I'm like, oh, it's that day. It's that day. It's that day. Yep. And so, yeah, so both my uh, the clock in my car and the clock on my stove were an hour off. Everything else changes automatically because, well, the phone's on the Internet. The computers are on the Internet. and You know, there you go. I do like the
3: automatic change, though. Uh,
1: I don't, like, I almost kind of like that i have a couple of things that i have to change manually to remind me that i'm that okay. i'm doing it. Yeah,
2: that it even happened, you know?
1: Yeah, because if it just happens, i might not even notice. I think that's better for people. I don't
2: I don't like that though. I don't think i, I like that. I don't
1: like it for the same reason i don't like people telling other people happy birthday on Facebook. Cuz you're not sure really? if it's really their birthday. Well, no, because like before Facebook Somebody had to really care about you and know what your yeah. back your actual birthday was and remember it to like send you a card or call yeah, you up or send something. you a text or or whatever. I and mean, it meant something. Facebook it has this automatic thing. And so now people wish other people happy birthday. They don't even know.
2: I never do that. I never and wish so people. I happy purposely birthday.
1: don't do any birthday things on Facebook at all. I None. get the
3: intimacy of it. However, my grandparents had a calendar. Yeah, and every time they got the calendar, they would write in all the important birthdays. Right. Yeah, my grandparents did the same thing.
1: Yeah, because
2: right, they yeah. cared. But if they didn't care, like probably the majority of my Facebook friends, right, they wouldn't go out of their way they get to the write reminder. it down. At the very oh, least, oh, hey, it's know?
3: Nikki's birthday
1: today. Yeah. Wish her a happy birthday. Yeah. And they, go, oh, happy birthday. And but doesn't the
3: fact that they say happy birthday like show they care a little bit? Because well, they care a little, little bit. Sure. It. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay, you can ignore it, but like, and you do. It just seems
1: so impersonal now, right? And I prefer. Uh, a happy birthday wish to be a
3: little more personal than that. That's my preference. Yeah. Sure. But I'll get like the Facebook reminder and then I will text them if I have their contact information. Right. Yeah.
2: If I, if I really care, I, I may will have text done that. somebody okay. or visit them. Um, but I will rarely, unless I'm creating, unless it's like my best friend or my mom yeah. and I'm creating a whole collage of photos in a separate Facebook post, yeah. then I'll wish somebody a happy birthday on Facebook or social media. Yeah. But
1: also I don't put a whole lot of like, you know, celebratory crap into birthdays, you know, Sorry, maybe right. a milestone birthday. But even so, like I turned 50 last year, I didn't do anything like I didn't throw a big, hey, everybody, come to the captain's 50th birthday party. I, yeah, you know, like, why? What's the point of that? You know?
2: Yeah, I'm a dinner and drinks sort of girl. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did.
1: I, I went out, had myself a nice pour of some really ancient scotch, you know? Yeah, that's and, it. That's uh, all you, you need. Know, hung out with some couple of people. You
3: know some friends and
2: yeah, you know that was it. i
3: went to work and did the dinner thing no
2: yeah. late yeah i'm working on my birthday this year i did which I is got next a, monday by the way i got so a couple we'll of you,
1: like tomorrow or
2: no next oh. next to next monday
1: i got a couple of texts uh, a couple of phone calls you know happy birthday man and i'm like hey thanks right so people who like know me know my birthday cared enough to be like reach out and that kind of a thing instead of this automated thing and but well, it's not automated. Well, like, it is largely. It is largely because, no, a then, reminder. because then you get these people who are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how many people reached out and said happy or posted on my wall or my for my birthday or whatever. And it's like, none of those people would have done so without Facebook prompting them to do so. Okay. not None, but like probably a large quantity of them would not have done so. Sure. And so I feel like it's this artificial, uh, like Facebook is manufacturing this artificial feeling of
3: care. Okay. Right. I mean that's what they do. Yeah. So. So
2: it's, it's well the same with realm. uh liking someone's posts and commenting on them, you All know, like the there are so many people get. that I would completely have lost contact with, family members included, if I wasn't friends with them on Facebook commenting on their stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And vice versa. Yeah. They're commenting on my stuff cuz it pops up on their feed, but they wouldn't actually. I mean, some of those people it, it don't have their that, phone number. I would never mail them a letter or anything.
1: Yeah, before the internet, like that would have people would just lose contact. True. and so stuff like social media obviously makes that easier to stay in contact. Uh, I know that uh, I am far older than the internet, or at least the popular internet. And uh you know, I moved many times and lost contact with so many people that I've never regained contact with in any meaningful way or any way even at all. And if social media had been around then I might still be in contact with some of those people. Yeah. So it does have its use. I'm not, you know, I'm just saying that I just feel like there's a bunch of fake birthdaying going on okay. because of social media. Uh anyway, start date zero three one two two zero two three In the studio, it is myself, the authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Joining me tonight,
3: it's Nikki. And Richie Rich playing the part of Nikki, since we established that earlier.
1: I think we did, yeah. But if you want to keep saying it, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, unless callers have an opinion. If you have an opinion on whether or not they should say that, 603 283 6160, or an opinion on, well, anything else, really. If you
3: can't tell us apart by the sound of our voices, Colin, whatever that guy's name was from last
1: night. Uh, we've titled the show Banks, Jeremy. Banks, Beans, and Bitches. So let's start with the banks. Uh, for the last couple of days, we've been talking here on Free Talk Live about SVB, that's Silicon Valley Bank. Yep. Uh, they have gone under, so to speak. There was yep. a, a run, a bank run, and the FDIC has taken over right. and is planning to reopen on Monday under the, we'll call it management of the FDIC. FDIC is the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation? Company? Sure. Whatever. And uh, they basically are a federalized insurance company, and they say that anybody that's got money in the bank, up to $250,000 will be fine. If you got more than $250,000, you're probably going to be in a situation.
3: So I do an independent podcast on Saturdays. What's it called? Uh, the Anarchist Experience. Where can people find out about it? AnarchistExperience.com. All right. And... I like I was thinking about the banks and then we got off topic and started talking about other things. And so after we'd wrapped up recording I messaged my cohort. Mm. I went, dude, we forgot to talk about the bank, you yeah. know, SVB. And he went, "Eh, it's not that big of a deal." Like, really? Cuz it seems like it's going to be a big deal. I He's it, like, nah, you know, this kind of this kind of thing happens. It
1: kind of right? remains to be and so seen, it's not really mm. out of the ordinary because it is the second largest failure. Uh, yeah, so only only to Washington list. Mutual in two thousand eight. Remember two thousand eight, the big bank crash and yeah. you know all that crap. And happened. The too big
3: to fail, and the government. Yeah. So and... this
1: is very eerily similar, okay, to that, or oh. at least uh, as that began to occur, okay. But uh, what?
3: What? Okay. So I I get that. And then fill me in, because I wasn't paying all that much attention in 2008, because I wasn't in the market to do anything then.
1: And in fact, I found an article that has sort of a recap and, uh, you know, summary of like all that stuff. It's from uh, Axios.com.
2: I think I was in like fourth grade.
3: (laughs) Well, but like, what were were Uh, the, what are the longstanding ramifications that were still experienced today uh based on the 2008 bank bailouts? Couldn't tell you. Right.
1: Like uh, that's- there there are some. Uh, let's see what this article has to say. Uh, given how deeply and widely its roots run across the industry, Silicon Valley Bank dramatically seized on Friday by federal government amid a crippling bank run and swooning stock couldn't have a more apt name. Why it matters. The stunning events of the last two days couldn't have unfolded as dramatically as it has without such a deep entrenchment. The venture capital industry is well-known for its tight-knit network and propensity to circulate information and opinions at the speed of tweets. Flashback. Conceived by Bill Biggerstaff. Bill Biggerstaff. Quite,
2: quite the name. Hell,
1: hell, I, you know, if I were to ever change my name, I might change it to Biggerstaff. Right?
3: You know how we got that name, or at least his ancestors did.
1: <laughs> uh, conceived by Bill Biggerstaff and Robert Medeiros over a poker game. So, wait,
2: wait, wait, what? Backup? What? How did this happen?
1: Conceived by Bill Biggerstaff and Robert Medeiros over a poker game. What was? Silicon Valley Bank okay. opened its first office in Santa Clara in 1983, providing banking and credit services to venture-backed startups. So, two guys yeah. playing poker. Dude, we should start a bank, man, with like all our poker winnings or whatever. I, you know,
2: I should be more patient. I thought I missed something.
1: <laughs> Hold your horses, Richie.
2: Just trying to play the part, you know.
1: Can't you be more like Mickey? Aw.
3: In Wait, 19, what's going on? In
1: 1986, SVB merged with National Intercity Bancorp and went public on the NASDAQ in 1988, raising $6 million. By 1992, its real estate loans resulted in a $2.2 million loss after a California market turndown leading the bank to diversify its portfolio. By 1995, real estate was less than 10% of its loans compared with nearly 50% previously. It provided early banking services to valley stalwarts like Cisco Systems, Cisco's huge, by the way, in the tech industry, and Bay Networks. The big picture. Silicon Valley Bank is not just a bank for startups. It has several divisions and business lines all intertwined with the startup world. It not only takes startups cash, but also provides them with venture debt and other loans and provides banking and loans to venture capital firms. A number of publicly traded tech companies are also customers like Roblox and Roku. It also is an investor itself into another, uh, a number of blue-chip venture funds, as well as tech and healthcare startups. It also operates globally, offices in Canada, Europe, And a joint venture in China. And before I go to the next uh, recap here, I saw a thing on, I think, Twitter today. It was a picture of some folks uh, at a bank in Boston where you you park your car around the corner. Uh, And it was kind of a line, not a huge line, but, yeah, ten, fifteen 10, 15 people deep uh, all trying to get in. And withdraw some money because that bank is owned by SVB. Oh. So SVB owns banks that aren't necessarily branded SVB. Okay. So that's something you as a customer would need to investigate yourself. So you, if you've got some money in a bank that's not like a credit union or something like that, you might want to find out if your bank has a parent company, and if so, uh, is it SVB?
3: And again, you have to be wealthy enough to have to over $250,000 in the true. bank most companies I would
1: think with a payroll like not small businesses but most sure. you know anything over I don't know twenty five employees or something like that will probably have more than that in the bank just for yeah, payroll. But purposes. not the
3: fifteen people lined up side of, outside of outside a Boston bank. Right. Unlikely. Right. Now right. I want my five hundred thousand okay. dollars
2: give it to me now. Give it,
3: yeah, yeah. No, that's not how that works at all. The thing is though when regardless,
1: I mean this could be people just being stupid Right? Well, it is Boston. Carry on. Wow. <laughs> but also it could be people finally going, you know what? I've had enough of these banks and uh, let's, let's get this thing done. Like a bank run, bank run, like if everybody went to all of their banks on Monday and tried to withdraw as much money as they possibly could, the whole system would come crashing down.
2: I mean, you wouldn't even be able to. I recently was trying to take like $5,000 out of the bank and they just flat out told me no.
3: Yeah. When I, when I withdraw, yeah, they
2: told me I could not do it.
3: When I withdraw big funds, I call them a couple of days in advance. I did call I'm, them, yeah. I'm coming in on Monday. I'm going to be withdrawing this much. Right. Please make sure you have it available. Right. If you yeah. don't have it available, please call me, let me know, and make other arrangements. Yeah. Because they don't. They obviously don't have it in stock. That doesn't mean they don't have it. Yeah. right. They, they've got the vault, and they've got larger banks and clearinghouses that they deposit to, so yeah. they're not... You know, prone to an actual bank robbery. Right, yeah. 1800 style. All the money on the counter. All
1: right, so uh, some of the questions that have been asked over the last couple of days uh, on Free Talk Live as well as Beard Talk Live have uh, been answered by this next section. By the numbers, according to SVB's own data, it banked 44% of 2022 venture-backed tech and healthcare IPOs and 55% in 2021. That's a lot. Okay. It's a whole bunch of startups. While it's best known as a bank for startups, 56% of its loans as of the end of 2022 were actually to venture capital and private equity firms secured by their limited partner commitments. 14% of its loans were to mortgages to wealthy individuals and legacy Boston private clients. Whatever that means. I don't know what a Boston private client would be. I don't even know if it's specific to Boston or if that's some sort of a title. There, I, I have no idea what that means. Twenty four percent were to various tech and healthcare companies, including nine percent of all loans going to early and growth stage startups whose repayments depend on their ability to raise more capital or exit. Ponzi scheme. Yeah, the bank also claims it banks nearly half of all U.S. venture backed tech and healthcare startups. That's the scary part. The United States and most of the world now runs
3: on tech companies. Okay. Right? Uh, Particularly post-COVID, right? Well, yes, and they run on mostly the larger tech companies like Amazon, Google, and Microsoft.
1: Sure. But as COVID kicked in, a whole bunch of these companies came on board that didn't have the sort of uh, – Uh, presence in the market that they would have pre-COVID because of all the work-from-home stuff. right? So like Zoom exploded, for example. Anybody who was doing collaboration, communication, video conferencing, uh, telephony companies in particular, that kind of stuff, they all exploded. And so they all, because of the explosion in the customers, they all needed to be able to finance that. So they, of course, went out and got loans. Did they get them from SVB? Eh, Who knows? But SVB is saying it claims it banks nearly half of all US venture-backed tech
3: and healthcare startups. Okay. That's a lot. Uh between the lines, one if, of Okay, if so, hold on. If that's true, yeah. right? And those tech companies are booming because of, you know, COVID and an explosion in customer base and revenue, right? Why the bank run? You would think that all that money coming back into the bank would sustain it.
1: Uh because the uh the bank stocks took a dive. Okay. and so uh a bunch of the companies were like, "Oh, we better withdraw okay, because this this is going down and then uh the Federal Reserve uh raised interest rates and then also offered uh, a new series of bonds that were of a better value than the bonds that sVB had recently bought as a conservative investment, okay, making those less attractive. so sVB actually acted in a very conservative manner right uh, with its money buying these bonds and treasuries and that kind of thing and so the fed comes in raises the interest rates and then offers new treasuries that are a better value than the ones that they just bought okay making the making their stock and so the people the people who were paying attention to this were like oh we better get some money out of there and svb just didn't have enough cash on hand to facilitate the withdrawals right. that were happening and so quote unquote bank run okay Carry uh on one of the key reasons svb is so deeply seated within startup land is because of venture debt its specialty that's dependent not only on venture financing but on trusting the assessment of venture capitals backing a certain company venture debt emphasizes the borrower's ability to raise additional equity to fund the company's growth and repay the debt svb explains in a blog post so in addition to counting on venture capitals uh, to ba- or venture capitalists to back startups that have a shot though it does its own diligence and credit assessments to be sure svb also depends on venture funding circle of life to get its money back from its startup clients
3: i mean that's true in, about any bank that's yeah, it, doing
1: loans in 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 short what they're saying is this particular bank bases its risk upon the life cycle of companies instead of just the risk of starting the company. So right. it looks at the long picture. Uh, it looks at more right. of a long-term investment rather than a short-term investment. But like, any,
3: any bank handing out a loan to any company or individual, sure. right, calculates the you know opportunity for repayment sure. yeah. and whatnot as far as their risk assessment. Yeah. Except student loans. Uh, except
1: most like. banks won't uh, get in bed with venture capital as much. Or as deeply as SVB. The SVB was their. This was their
3: niche was venture capital.
1: Yeah, I'm right.
2: assuming most banks wouldn't lend to people who are right. have new startup companies. Well, they
3: they they wouldn't. But in SVB's case, I'm sure that the repayment interest is a lot higher than a typical bank loan. Probably as well, to cover that risk. Yeah. Right. Like Probably. successful companies pay higher interest to cover the risk of losses on unsuccessful companies. Right. Yeah. Right. That's how that works. Right. Now, so you can still get a loan from S V B, but you pay more, mm-hmm. you know, because of their risk assessment. Now, if the Fed didn't make the moves that they did, S V B would be just fine. And we would talked they? we talked
1: in depth about that uh, okay. last night, uh, yeah. Because, well, if they didn't uh, raise the interest rates, I think what is it four percent or something now? Whatever what it, is. it is, whatever it is, and offer these new treasury bonds like simultaneously in an effort to combat inflation, which they of course caused themselves. Right, SVB would have been just fine. SVB was proceeding on a very conservative uh, manner. Their strategy was very conservative, and they were under the impression that they had all of these things covered. Okay, Uh, and they didn't. And so, you know, uh, so
3: is the suggestion that this was purposeful by the Fed? Then I'm not in order to take over SVB. I mean, uh, our.
1: I think the consensus, at least last night, was unintended consequences.
3: Okay. Like uh, why would the why would the Fed, who has to cover you know like the, the lender of last resort, yeah. right? Why would they uh, instigate a situation where we're going to have the second biggest well, if, bank failure in history?
1: If you want to ins- insinuate a conspiracy, not I'm then,
3: actually asking a question. Well, I mean,
1: yeah. in my mind, the only reason that I can think of for them to do this on purpose is because they're ready to launch the CBDCs. Okay right because this would be a perfect time everybody's scared everybody's losing money everybody's like you know oh no bank runs right everybody's worried about what's going to happen right worried about like the fdic even said that they only have enough money to like deal with like one like this one bank failure if another bank goes down like, like tuesday or something like the fdic is like I, we, we really can't handle that per jim kramer so
3: chase is a fortress
1: And while SVB was among the company's top 20 banks, a number of smaller challengers have sought to provide alternatives, Brex, Ramp, Arc, and others have cropped up to provide venture-backed startups with corporate credit, et cetera, et cetera. It's unclear whose name will be on the door when SVB offices open on Monday morning, but it's not surprising. So many VCs and tech entrepreneurs are rooting for it to survive with minimal destruction. More Free Talk Live is coming up. And we're better than ever. Well, let's not get too careful. Well, Nikki's wearing a really neat Captain Kick-Ass yeah. t-shirt, so...
2: Yeah, speak for yourself.
1: I'm sorry, Richie's wearing a really neat Captain Kick-Ass t-shirt, and it, it makes her look better than she actually is.
2: <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> thanks for noticing <laughs> uh
1: no it, it that actually came out way better than i thought it was going to particularly on the girl shirt i haven't seen it i only the proofs that i got i got one of the the logo that you mm-hmm. have and i got one of the ep logo uh if Romania is the name of the ep and uh i i liked the ep one better than i like the the captain com with the microphone one but it came out really nice on the on the women's shirts and I was surprised that if you just go to Amazon.com and you type in Captain Kickass in the Amazon search bar, my shirts come right up.
2: Really? Yeah. Good. I, I was
1: like, that's amazing. With, that's awesome. With the Beard Talk Live shirts, you used to be able to type in Beard Talk Live and it would be the second or third result. Something changed at Amazon. Now you have to add the word shirt to okay. Beard Talk Live for it to come up. Beard Talk Live shirt. For it to, to come, for at up. least
2: it's still coming up on the first so, page.
1: And for twenty bucks, nineteen ninety nine,
2: really not bad. I think it's uh, good quality. It
1: looks great.
2: Yeah. The the actual like screen printing of the logo came out pretty clear. Yeah, I mean, we'll see in like five years if it's still on there. Yeah. But it, it feels like it will. Yeah, I'm a t shirt connoisseur, nice. and I have worn many different kinds of t shirts, and this feels like it'll be yeah. fine.
3: I just love that it's now okay to stare at her chest as long as
2: we're talk- <laughs> as long as we're talking about the logo on her shirt. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Feel uh, the texture on this one. Just wait till you get one, Nikki. I will. <laughs> I'm gonna get the V neck. Yep, get the V neck. <laughs> extended
1: beard uh, edition. Uh there there are uh there's the regular like men's style t shirt, like the Hanes you know, looking ones. Uh there's long sleeves. There are you can actually get a hoodie, a pullover hoodie. I haven't released zip hoodies for either the Beard Talk Live or the Captain Kick-Ass logos yet. Uh, I got to do some extra work on those because it's going to be something on the back, something on the front, and I got to you know figure yeah, out yeah those that's can be work. tricky.
2: I don't like it when the zipper kind of cuts and that's the, the picture, default. Yeah, know? they
1: they wanted to yeah you know, no. and I'm like no, just it don't just do bad. that until I can spend some time and do the the zip hoodies correctly. So uh, at any rate, uh, you can go get a t-shirt uh, either Captain Kickass. Or Beard Talk Live now on Amazon. Uh, just type in either Beard Talk Live shirt or type in Captain Kickass in the Amazon search bar. It'll bring you right there. I'll post links
3: uh, to it uh, to the Free Talk Live social media at some point. Get one of the zip-up hoodies where you can zip it up over your whole face.
2: Oh, yeah. Blanket, those are fun. Oh, some, there. like, devil horns or something on the top yeah. or, like, kitty yeah, ears. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, you guys are, you know, it costs money <laughs> to do custom stuff like that. Yeah. so I mean, what, Yeah, we're going to buy the them. Yeah, we're going to buy them. <laughs> You have to sell enough to make it worth your while, uh, so fine. you know. Yeah, there's, uh, well, if you have no faith in
3: people buying your merchandise,
1: at, at well, and at at twenty dollars, I mean, there's not there's not really much money that's being made there, okay. right. uh, particularly since I still need to recoup the design cost for the logos and you know the amount of effort that it took to get those and got it. Uh, also, get you know these things up on Amazon that took some hoop jumping and bureaucratic stuff to. You know, uh, to make happen. So,
2: yeah, t-shirts are great right. advertising, though. You yeah. know, people walk around. Who is Captain Kickass? Well, I'd love to tell you. And
1: and people will ask. Uh, they asked this yesterday, like during the breaks and stuff. They're like, "Why didn't you just have shirts made and then sell them?" And it's like, "Why? Why did you bother even going to Amazon?" And I'm like, for several reasons. One, because I wanted my initial investment to be very, very low. Right. And so yeah. time was my major investment right, uh, in getting this done. But also, I wanted to be certain that there was a cryptocurrency option to purchase this. Now, Amazon does not accept crypto directly, but you can go to bitrefill.com and purchase a gift card for the exact total of your Amazon cart. So if you load up your cart and go to checkout, Amazon will give you the total. You can go buy a gift card for that exact total, in cryptocurrency and then apply that to your account and then check out. So you can vicariously through an e-gift card buy a Captain Kickass or a Beard Talk Live t-shirt uh, through Amazon using cryptocurrency. Also, you can go to purse.io and I think you got to buy more than one t-shirt to use purse. I think they have a, like a $25 minimum or something like that. So you might have to buy two or two things, yeah, right, uh, on your order. Uh, but you go to purse.io uh, start an account if you don't have one already, uh, place the link into their thing, and they do the automatic calculation, and you can get a discount. I think the default is 10%. If you want to wait longer for your order to go through, if you don't mind time, you can uh, you know move the slider. Like, no, I want 20% off mm-hmm. my total order. And eventually somebody will pick up that order for you, and uh, what they're doing is they're using like an Amazon gift card themselves to, to make a gift purchase for you, and then they receive the cryptocurrency. So that's how Purse.io sort of works. So you can buy stuff on Amazon through either Purse or Bit Refill, and there's other companies besides Purse and Bit Refill that do these things. Those are just the two that I'm aware of and that I've used. Uh, so I wanted to be sure that people who only deal in cryptocurrency or only want to spend cryptocurrency can and buy the products that that I'm offering. So that is why I went to all the effort. Also. I don't have to do any fulfillment.
2: Yeah. No, right? it does make it's, it super easy. It's great.
1: I just, I, I don't have to have a living room full of boxes and shelves and, you know, stock yeah. that, you know, may never honestly, sell.
2: I've seen some people, some people do the t-shirt printing fine. Mm. I've seen some really crappy ones, like some that haven't came out that great. And it's, I was do you a, really want to take the time and the resources to hone in that skill? Right. Or do you want to just have somebody else do it?
1: Yeah. I was a, an early adopter of Cafe Press back in the early aughts or a, for, Zazzle. a Zazzle. Yeah. And you know, you would upload a really nice graphic and it would just come out like crap. Yeah. You know, you could tell that, I mean, it was basically a glorified iron on and, uh, you know, technologies it's than product- than at the time it, it was at the time, but you know, I, I think we made a dollar a shirt yeah. or something like that. And uh, you know, we've
2: evolved yeah, from so. that.
3: To, to Nikki's point real quick on the advertising thing. You mean Richie's point? Rich, yeah. To, to, to Rich's point. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I wear like brandless attire yeah it's because I'm paying for the shirt like captain kickass maybe Beer talk live maybe because you know, like we're friends sure right but I'm not paying money to advertise somebody oh, elses I brand
2: am. yeah because I love they, it
3: they should be paying me well I mean,
2: I mean it's yeah, a way to support right yeah. like well that's what I'm that's, saying that's yeah. the thing yeah I'm trying to support you know the music I like and yeah. all the other stuff I do
1: if somebody else was asking me it's not like, like, like... slip now it's gonna
3: give you a kickback
1: like somebody else pointed out, uh, that that I should start like a Patreon, right? Particularly because I'm releasing a three song EP. It's the Captain Kickass solo project and that kind of thing. I just don't. I don't enjoy the concept. It feels to me like panhandling. Patreon is a panhandling app. So I don't like panhandling. Okay. I like, mean, like, I, I would. Doesn't I would
2: free talk live. Do Patreon?
3: Yes. Well, I I also I <laughs> also
1: true.
2: set
3: up Patreon, right? Like I have a Patreon I for the podcast, but it yeah. doesn't get much, and I don't care. Yeah. I don't ask for it. I just like at at the end of the show, I go. If you want to help, like there's the Patreon.
1: Yeah. There. I used
2: to have a Patreon yeah. too. Okay. The Free works Talk works Live's
1: well. product and service is the show. Yeah, yeah, right. Whereas, you know, Captain Kickass, right? I'm I'm just promoting my music and me, you know, in yeah. general, right? Maybe a little bit well, of the Beer Talk Live podcast, that kind of thing.
2: Versus show, it's just two different forms of media. Yeah, and- but
1: I. As a musician, I've been in bands for a long, long time. I did twenty-two years in Seattle. Yeah, uh, you know, never once did we all get together and go, "Okay, let's go panhandle at the corner," you know, and well, try and raise some money for so the bass player can buy new strings and a cable. You know, no, that never
3: happened. Maybe not, but if if there was a mechanism to get tipped out at the bar you were playing at, you wouldn't accept the payments. Oh, we had a tip jar. Well, there you go. Yeah. Same thing.
1: Just that sort
2: of, feels more like panhandling uh, than the Patreon does. That
1: feels less like panhandling. Is it? Yeah, because you're performing. And if you perform yeah, and true. you kick ass at performing, you put on a good show. Yeah. You, yeah. you gave somebody a oh, good absolutely. time or that they didn't expect, especially if you get a crappy gig. So you put like, out a
3: good EP and all people have to do is go drop you a couple bucks on Patreon? Well, no. I put out the EP. They go and buy it and download it. Okay.
2: Okay. That's
3: the
1: value exchange, right? Okay. And you know and you now, now ta- I got T-shirts, right? So you want to support me? Go buy a T-shirt. Okay. I, I don't have a pay. I did actually start one, but I've never released it, and I'm probably never going to. Just but don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody will change my mind. I don't. Do know. Do you
3: have variable pricing on your EP release?
1: I do. Okay. Yes. There will be a minimum, but like uh, there will be a pay what you want okay. option as well. So, and and I'm gonna have bundles too. So if you don't get a T-shirt now, I'll have bundles where you can buy both the T-shirt and the EP at the same time. Cool. And you know we'll ship the shirt to you, okay? And you can download the EP right away.
3: So similar idea, right? Just different outlet. Like I think there's there's another one called like Buy Me a Coffee, or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And it's like, I eh, just like here's here's a couple bucks. Yeah. yeah I like I like what you do. Here's I've seen a that particularly bucks. because I
1: uh I partake in what's you know uh, downloading of videos sure and people who provide that service uh, do so at zero cost and they'll have something like buy me a coffee or hey here's a here's a qr for send me some crypto or whatever kind of a thing and i will do that because i appreciate what they do
3: but if you're already getting paid for the music and the t-shirts it's the same thing it's a value exchange this just this is another way to accept the value for value yeah i guess
1: i just i feel much better about providing something tangible
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. Right. No, I get that. Whereas,
1: like, Patreon is, you know, it's in the cloud. It's, you know, uh, and then you have to pay attention to it, too, right? So there's not really. Well, not really, uh, but it's nice to
2: be like up. You can do like different updates. I'm kind of an all or nothing kind
1: of guy. If I'm going to get a pay, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it better than everybody else, or at least, you know, be in the top 20%, right? I mean,
3: my podcast gets uploaded to Patreon. It's available to the public and you can donate if you want to. Right. Right, like I don't Is that care.
1: the only place your podcast appears? No, okay. but it's the only. Place- You're on all the other places though, right? You get I'm, it on Apple. You got an RSS feed we can tap into. All that stuff, right?
3: Yeah, but okay. if you want, if but if you want to support it financially, yeah, right. You can do you do so through Patreon, and I don't care if you do, and I don't care if you don't, right? Right, but that's that's where I accept money. Okay. Right, and and but there's no like there's no private feed. You don't have to donate to get bonus content. There's right. no value exchange. Right. It's just like. It's the easiest place to set up where if you would like to help out, you know, offset costs. If I were to do
1: a Patreon, I, I would certainly work it. You know what I mean? There's uh, oh. Like, like I have subscribed to a few different uh, artists. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, the uh, guitar player for Hell's Bells. Her name is Adrienne Connor. Okay. Uh, she's not paid me to say this. It just came up off the top of my head. Uh, she is the Angus Young of the all female ACDC cover band. I was Hell's wondering Bells. if that's yeah. what it
2: was. Okay.
1: And uh, so she has a solo project. It's, I think, the Adrian Connor Solo Project, I think is what it's called, or just Adrian. Uh, and uh, uh, so I subscribed to her Patreon for several years, and she was on top of it. I mean,. Just like, hey, I just came up with this new riff, and like, you know, and then the next day, like, I'm thinking about doing this for a t-shirt design, and then the next day, oh, I was in conversation, you know, she was putting up content every day yeah. working at it, and she had, she was making money.
3: That might be why it feels less like panhandling to me, because I don't work it at all. Uh, it's just there, yeah. If you want to, yeah.
2: I mean, for people who have a big following. I mean, it's good. People will pay for that content. They want to know what this chick's saying. They right. want to know, like, this is where you're going to hear it first. You know, she's not posting that stuff on Facebook, probably. This is, you know, her form of sneak peeks. Yeah. And if people are real fans, they will absolutely pay for that.
1: I, I was waiting and waiting and waiting for... uh, Not library. What's the... Uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, Odyssey. And they have kind of a thing now, Odyssey does, where... They kind of did half of what I was waiting for. Where, like, you can you can donate on Odyssey. So, even on the Free Talk Live channel, if you go to Free Talk Live or watch dot dot com to get to the Odyssey channel, there's a a way that you could click on. I am trying to remember what it is. So we usually do a read on it on the on the top, and you can like donate, leave a mm-hmm. tip, kind yeah. of a thing. What I was wanting was for Odyssey to do a Patreon like thing. Okay. But with cryptocurrency instead, a little bit like, more difficult because I think that that is and and the the holdup, of course, is you have to physically take an action every month instead of it. Like with Patreon, you put in your credit card, your credit card gets hit for that five, 10, 20 bucks a month, whatever it is you're paying and you don't set it and forget it. Right. It's right. the Ronco mm-hmm. thing. Right. Uh, but with cryptocurrency you have to take that action every month to send that you they'll send you a reminder or whatever, right? So that's the problem with cryptocurrency is you can't automatically debit from right. an account.
3: I guess it, it, I'm more into podcasts when it comes to audio listening. Yeah. Right? Like I don't listen to audio books necessarily. But if you paywall a podcast, right, I won't listen to it. Yeah. I might yeah, donate same way. I might donate here and there, right? But the the best example for me is there there is uh an abundance of liberty oriented audio content available right and so i no longer listen to what larkin rose has to say cuz he paywalled that stuff years ago right and so it's just out of sight out of mind and whatever message he was trying to convey right no longer gets conveyed to the masses right because it's behind a paywall
2: and it does kind of feel like profit is more important like these like people that do that it does feel like Profit is more important than getting their message out.
3: Right, but the I can hear I hear that message daily, right? Because yeah. again, well, there's and, an abundance. and you spread that message yourself too, right. So you're because kind of on the other abundance. side of that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if he wanted to get the message out, like you know, in particular, he he could have just offered the podcast for free, right? Right, and then set up the 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 patreon right. for people who wanted to help out
1: right right, right?
3: like i've purchased all of his books yeah. like i have physical copies of all of his stuff right and a digital copy of the iron web somewhere right right so i've like i've contributed to his cause but i no longer listen to it because it's paywall
1: right yeah yeah you've already got maximum value out of his Maybe. previous works hard to say for for you to consider subscribing right yeah you, you've got all the ideas already you, right you know his sentiments
3: I do, uh, yeah, but the masses don't, right, right, because he's insulated himself. Basically, in my opinion, he's insulated himself by like preaching only to the choir, because only the choir is paying for the material. Well, yeah,
1: for that's uh, for actually the, a really for good the point, podcast. So. Yes, you, you're correct. Yeah.
3: Uh, I think
1: he's engaged in some other stuff. He's trying to make like some movies and and that kind of stuff. Sure,
3: and but, so, but how do you contribute to that? What's y- yeah? How is he? How does he promote that to the masses? Right.
1: To be honest, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like, I've kind of, like, I still follow him on the social medias, you know, and I'm like, yep, there's Larkin, saying Larkin things. And, like, right. I really love, like, what he has done, the knowledge that he's brought to me personally. But but I, he
3: used to be a bigger deal yeah, when he was giving it away.
1: Totally. Uh, let's move on because we've been talking about banking. Uh, I just wanted to, this just popped up in my feed before I left the house to come here tonight. Uh, this is a Twitter from Watcher.Guru. Tweet, tweet. Just in, Ripple CEO confirms the company has an undisclosed amount of cash in Silicon Valley Bank.
3: Dun, dun, dun. So
1: who knows what that means for Ripple? The fact that they're not disclosing the amount probably means it's more than $250,000. <laughs> sounds like. Right? Because... Like, why would you make that announcement, right? If you're like, "Yeah, we had fifty grand in that bank," like well, nobody would care. Exactly, dis- like, they even wouldn't
3: care. Props on full disclosure, right? Yeah, I mean, they could have tried to hide it. Yeah, dealt with it later when people got outraged. Why didn't you tell us?
1: Well, I don't know if you, uh, if you either of you listened to last night's shows, but uh, not only did USDT but a whole bunch of other stable coins uh, they depegged, so they were worth you know, downwards as little as 85 cents. So, so much uh, for stable coins. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it doesn't sound very stable.
1: Yeah, so there's there's some concerns there uh, as well, because stable coins have been sort of the the bridge, right, the, the way that traders uh, make their, their bread, so to speak, uh, make their profit. So if you're on an exchange, you move cryptocurrency X, once it reaches a certain level, you move that into stablecoin, and then when cryptocurrency Y drops below that level, you move all your stablecoin into that, and then when it comes back up, you move it back into the stablecoin. Ah,
3: coin. ah, Captain, but why is that necessary?
1: Why is it necessary?
3: Because if you pull it out into dollars, they tax you. and right. So if you, just, if you wanted right. to just avoid that, you could right. also just, like, not pay taxes. Right. And then you would be moving it into dollars and back yeah. into crypto right. and not give a darn well, what I, the IRS has to say about
2: I'm it. I'm sure some people just don't want to deal in dollars, period.
3: Well, and uh, it's, it's, it's function, impossible. It's but, functionally the same if you're dealing with stable well, coins that are pegged but to the dollar. Some people
2: are so principled that, or they That's think they are, at least. A yeah, they think well, they are, yeah. but I know.
1: Hardly a principle. And then uh, this also from The Guardian. Janet Yellen, who Yellen? Oh, she's not speaking quietly. She's yelling. She rejects Silicon Valley Bank bailout as regulators auction assets. U.S. Treasury Secretary says Biden administration is working closely with regulators to help depositors as fears of banking crisis rise. As it should, the U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Said on Sunday there would be no bailout for Silicon Valley Bank, which collapsed this week, raising fears of a crisis, but also said the Biden administration was working, blah, blah, blah,
3: blah, blah. So again, there, there won't be a government bailout, right? But if they let J.P. Morgan absorb it, J.P. Morgan is not going to fail right? because they will get the bailout.
1: Right. right? And also they'll buy arguably one of the most important banks— and this is my opinion because their 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 niche is the startup tech startups specifically, tech healthcare right, uh, is I mean that's where all of the innovation is happening right now right. Okay. J P Morgan Chase is going is about to buy for pennies on the dollar maybe pennies right, uh, all of these accounts and all of their assets. Okay, so to them that's a great situation to be in. If I'm J P Morgan Chase Bank, I'm like woo salivating yeah you know so we'll see what happens uh also uh from forbes i did you bring this one in i don't know what's a, what's the headline um, the fed is rewiring the u.s payment system not me that would be me here's what that means for you it can take days to transfer money or make payments from your bank account even as apps like venmo cash app and zelle make such transactions nearly instant That's because the federal government has no digital payment system for the entire banking system to utilize in real time. But that is about to change. The Federal Reserve plans to launch its own real-time payment system called the FedNow Service, also known as FedNow.
2: I hate it. Yeah.
3: Thanks, I hate it.
1: Yeah. FedNow. How about FedNever? (laughs) Feed me more. Uh, This summer, apparently. Though Fed so Fed a little later apparently, yeah. Fed this summer, uh, though Fed now is years behind tech-based private sector competitors. It will be a game changer for transactions in the U.S. It will be the first and only digital instant payment system that is both created and backed by the government. Doesn't cryptocurrency
3: already solve this? Well, yeah, but they're not backed by the government, <laughs> right? So they're they're light years behind in the techno world, behind schedule. <laughs> yeah. Right, and has the worst feature available, which is backed by the government. (laughs) I mean,
2: there are already, like, I can list 10 different companies that is already doing this.
3: Talk about an S-coin,
1: right? You know, that's what this sounds like. As a result, many banks will see it as a larger, safer system, able to transfer money faster for consumers and businesses. Fed now will enable all the banks, any bank in the United States, not just the big ones, to offer instantly available funds in real time payments to their customers, said Fed Chair Jerome Powell, before the House Financial Services Committee on March eighth. That's a great thing. I,
3: yeah, I, I feel it's like iPhone like touting all though. the features that are coming out that Samsung had three years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's like, hey, everybody, we're
1: releasing a VHS tape and player, and you're like, well, we already have like streaming
3: and downloads, bro.
2: I mean, just go to any government. But this website. VHS
3: is backed by the government.
2: You know, go to any government website and you'll see, wow, they are not innovators at no, all. No. They have no reason to be.
3: If the VCR eats your tape, the Fed will issue you a new one.
1: <laughs> uh, there's a uh, there's a meme. I can't remember who does it, uh, but it's just one picture, sort of, you know, uh, political cartoon style. And it's a picture of like the Star Trek Enterprise, and it's got a rope tied around it. And the other end of it is tied to a horse and buggy. Yeah. Right. And the the Star Trek Enterprise is labeled like, you know, business or technology businesses. And the, the horse and buggy is labeled U.S. government. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening is uh, it is being weighed down. The government
3: is well behind on well, just about everything technological.
1: So uh,
2: Everything, period.
3: There there are people in the tech field that will uh, say that that's a feature, not a bug of the government.
1: What, being right. well behind on tech?
3: Well behind and slow on everything. Yeah. Right, because the faster you move, the more mistakes are made, the more instability is entered into it, and you want the mm-hmm. government to be I, the most stable thing, I, even if it's I a don't think the government
1: now. is capable of moving quickly with technology ad- adoption. I mean, sh- capable, I just, yes.
2: It's just not the intention.
1: Yeah, right. it's just not the you intention. Like, but, and I don't and know if that's the effect
2: be. either, because they constantly make mistakes, and they screw everything up. They're still
1: running so... like stuff
3: on like floppy disks and yeah. DOS. Right, well, that's and, because, everywhere, that's but because newer places. tech crashes... And we know that that floppy disk is going to be okay.
1: 603-283-6160 is the telephone number if you would like to join us. Uh, We do have some lines open. We'll get to your calls and thoughts. This is Free Talk Live, the Sunday night edition. More coming up, including baked beans. And why are they sexy?
4: Free Talk Live.
3: We are
1: back. We are back. It is Free Talk Live, the Sunday night edition. The telephone number is 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160. Uh, We have some breaking news. We'll get to that in just a moment. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass, joining me.
2: It's Nikki. And Rich Rich. Joining me, it's Richie Rich. And
1: it's Nikki. (laughs) You guys are hilarious. Uh, One of our crack producers has tipped us off. Breaking news from Coindesk. Fresh off the wire. This is like we make fun because it's Sunday night and we try to have fun. But uh, this is pretty serious. Uh, then crypto it? It friendly signature bank shut down by state regulators. Signature bank said it intended to limit its crypto exposure last year. New York based signature bank, which has a number of crypto clients, was shut down Sunday by state regulators. Dun dun dun. The Federal Reserve announced. Thank you for the sound effect. In a statement New York Department of Financial Services Superintendent Adrian Harris said that the Federal Depository Insurance Corporation, FDIC, had taken receivership of the bank.
3: This marks the third bank collapse in under a week. Well, hold hmm. on. This one Was this one a collapse, though?
2: Or a government takeover? It seems
3: more like a government takeover than an actual collapse based on what you've read so far.
1: This marks the third bank collapse in under a week following Silvergate's bank Silvergate Bank's voluntary liquidation and Silicon Valley Bank's shutdown on Wednesday and Friday, respectively. Harris said the action was taken to protect
3: depositors. Voluntary liquidation at the behest of the Federal Reserve and FDIC. Yeah. Uh, before we go on with this article, I want to
1: tell you that some of you have wanted to support Free Talk Live's mission on a monthly basis, but don't want to support Patreon, as we were talking about. Uh, in the last segment, we do have an alternative that also helps our premier streaming platform odyssey. You can visit video.freetalklive.com and click join at the top of the channel, and you can subscribe for five bucks per month. And unlike other subscription services, odyssey adds their processing fee on top. So it costs you a little over five bucks a month, but free talk live will receive the entire amount you pledged higher donation tiers are available. If you're feeling so inspired, You will get a special membership badge that is visible in the Odyssey chat, and if we get enough supporters, we may enable members-only chat. Ooh. Special. The new subscription method is a great way to decentralize our direct listener support away from just Patreon and also support a libertarian-run business Odyssey. That's the part that I like most about Odyssey. Uh, So please visit video.freetalklive.com and click join to subscribe to our Odyssey channel and help support spreading our message around the planet. Video.freetalklive.com. All right. So we're talking about this breaking news. Uh, New York-based Signature Bank mm, has been
3: taken over by the FDIC? Voluntarily liquidated at the behest of the Federal Reserve and FDIC.
1: Uh, I wonder what the actual statement says. Superintendent Adrian A. Harris announces New York Department of Financial Services takes possession of signature bank. Doesn't it
2: sound voluntary? Can
1: can they call a priest and, like, have it exercised? (laughs) Possession. Call a reverend. (laughs) Huh. Where would one find one? Particularly,
3: doctor reverend.
1: Particularly late on a Sunday. (laughs) If only there was a number that you could call and get one real quick. Superintendent Adrian A. Harris announced today that the New York Department of Financial Services has taken possession of Signature Bank, pursuant to Section 606 of New York banking law, in order to protect depositors. DFS appointed the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation as a receiver of the bank. Signature Bank is a New York State-chartered commercial bank and is FDIC-insured with a total assets of approximately $110.36 billion. Wow. Wow and total deposits of approximately 88.59 billion as of December 31st 2022 DFS is in close contact with all regulated entities in light of market events monitoring market trends and collaborating closely with other state and federal regulators to protect to protect consumers
2: from what? Yeah,
1: from well
3: from themselves from if themselves. they should make a run on the bank. Yeah, from yeah. I
2: guess so. I bring well, this
3: up every time we talk about a bank run. There's an old book, and it's available, I think, for free on the Mises site. Okay. Uh, by Garrett Garrett. Yes, Garrett, and then Garrett again. And it's called Harangue. And one of the themes throughout the book, right, is in the book, the banks prevent the bank run because everyone is in debt, right? Like, yep. if you owe the bank money, you can't run on them. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? Like, go put all your money back in and pay them what you owe them? Right. So it seems it seems a a debt based society, which is basically what we have now, right, is structured in such a way, probably purposefully, to prevent these things from occurring more regularly, right. I like it, right? Like a, a bank run and a bank failure in a free market system. Right. Is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Right. That's your risk as a consumer when you're shopping around who you're going to be depositing with. Right. Is you know, what is their risk assessment look like and right. what your aversion to their risk and your risk tolerance is. Right. Right. And if they and if it happens to be where there's a run, you know, or failure, right, then less people are out less because it's spread out across more smaller banks.
1: Yeah. Uh One of the things that I didn't like about the 2008 uh, banking situation was, you know, the bailouts, of course, right? Like, if... Too big to fail. No, nothing is ever too big to fail. They're too stupid to succeed. It's really what happened there, right? They made uh, incredibly risky decisions, and they got bit in the ass by it. And they should fail. Like, if you go to Vegas... And you got five grand in your pocket and you're getting down to like your last grand. You got a decision to make. Yeah. You know, do I do I cut my losses and go or do I risk this last thousand dollars? Double down. Right. You know, and if you double down and lose, well, guess what? You deserve to be broke.
2: I mean, and that's true. I mean, it's not everybody else's problem and nobody should swoop in and save and you should have the right to be able to. Double down and waste all your money. The government shouldn't come in and be like, well, I'm going to save you from yourself, you know. Right.
3: Yeah. Not just that. Save you from yourself at the expense of other people.
2: Yeah. I'm going to rob everybody else to give you their money.
3: Right. Uh, you, the big bank. right? Yeah, the right. billions and billions.
1: Going to
2: steal from all these poor folk.
3: Yeah. They shouldn't be gambling away
1: other people's money.
3: Well.
2: Which is essentially what happens with taxation.
3: Maybe. Right, if that's the business that they're in, right, and you have the option to invest with them yeah. at a higher rate, yeah. right, because they're going to be riskier with it, and you know that you know bigger risk, bigger payoff, right. You should feel free to invest and in, and put your money in those larger banks.
1: You should, if that's your uh, decision, right. right. If that's your risk decision, right. Right, you should be choosing your bank based on those things. Now, you should be uh, prior to you know government intervention, banks were notoriously conservative right notoriously they would only invest in things they would only invest in things that would give you know one percent five percent return tops right they would stay in that pocket because they wanted to make sure that they were doing the best thing that they could for their customers right instead of the best thing that they could to pocket more cash now i i don't bequeath anybody from making a profit bequeath that's not the right word i don't I don't frown upon <laughs> people for wanting to make profit. but I have when, to think if I knew what that word yeah, meant before I it. sounded excited. fun,
2: though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I,
1: earlier, I, so I've been thinking about Dr. Demento a lot, and there's a uh, there's a skit called Boot to the Head. Okay. And it's this, uh, 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 I'm sorry, it's called Last Will and Temperament, and the punchline is always a boot to the head. So all these people gather around for the reading of a will, and they're like, and to Richie Rich I bequeath... A boot to the head, a what? Right, and oh. somebody gives you a boot to the head, right? <laughs> uh, and so you know, everybody's expecting you know to to get the the money out of the wheel, and like this guy just keeps leaving boots to the head to Got all of his family and friends, and yeah. it's pretty funny anyway. So that word bequeath was stuck in my head, and that's where it came from. I Got don't it. know why. Carry I on, didn't need to explain that. The article continues, you did. uh, a joint statement from the FDIC and the U.S. Treasury Department said. This article was released at 6:30 p.m. uh right Eastern before we Eastern went time. on so, the yeah, I mean this is super fresh. Uh, in the joint statement, uh, they said all depositors who used signature would be made whole in a joint statement outlining actions the federal regulators would take to protect depositors in SVB. That almost seems worse. Signature be- Bank is a New York State chartered commercial bank and is FDIC insured. With total, we already covered that, blah, blah,
3: blah. Well, if they're going to be made whole and they had more than the FDIC-insured standard, where is that extra whole going to come from?
1: That is what I'm looking for right now. We got past. We already read about what they're worth. DFS is in close contact, blah, blah, blah. We are also announcing a similar systemic risk exception for Signature Bank, New York, New York, which was closed today. By its state chartering authority, all depositors of this institution will be made whole. As with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank, no losses will be borne by the taxpayer, the joint Fed-FDIC-Treasury statement said. How? The move came mere months after signature, or, yeah, blah, 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 anyway. Uh, It was updated, and that's all we have.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I I mean, it... It would have to be... Special assessment on the banks is what we're getting from. I don't know what that means either.
1: Well, so the banks will get together and figure it out, right? Okay. Like, oh, let's split this up and All right. let's absorb this horrific thing. Like, huh. I mean, it's, it's the most they could do considering they were bailed out in 2008. Right. <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway. And let's, it's not like uh, they're
2: not going to get anything out of it, you know?
1: Let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. Uh, Free Talk Live. Who do we got?
4: Who is this?
1: Yeah, I that's one way to phrase I, it. I didn't want to answer it the beard talk live way. So uh, <laughs>
4: yeah, I, oh, I know, I know, I left that one out too. Yeah, thank you. Um,
1: it's it's a major I pain, it, uh, everybody. Oh, okay. Say hello.
4: I, I, I what butter
3: butter, butter. <laughs> Classic, <laughs> classic major.
4: All right, so I I got uh, a question, and then I got three fun facts for you. And the first one has to do with Hitler. You guys are going to like these. So anyway, Excellent my paper. question is, as far as all this banking BS, yep. whatever happened to the old savings and loan where your money stayed in the neighborhood and was lent to your neighbors to make a vegetable stand or whatever?
1: Yep, not Call anymore. Call a credit union. I mean, it seems to and me that the
4: niche—that's what I thought. It, it might have got absorbed by the credit union. That was my original thought. But well, it I don't seems
1: know. to me the SVB is because they had a niche. Their niche was tech startups, right? That that was kind of the equivalent of that, except within the tech community, at least, and on a larger in scale. Silicon Valley. They they diversified and when you know got into other business, which is, in my opinion, the right thing to do. You want to stay diversified so that you have less risk. So,
4: well, yeah, but you don't want to put any, any too big a percentage, especially in a risky basket. And we all know crypto is under attack right now. We do. Um,
3: which so is anyways, why it shouldn't be it, tied I, to the legacy banking system. Right.
4: True enough, true enough. But it's hard to get anybody to uh, accept a drachma or, you know, some other ancient
3: gold coin or. I just want to say silver. that loud enough for the people in the back.
4: I've gone to restaurants before and tried to pay waiters and, you know, even call the manager over and tried to get him to accept, you know, big 33 gram one ounce silver rounds for the bill. And they're like, I I don't know what to do with this.
2: When I was a waitress, I used to cover the bill for customers. If they wanted to pay in crypto, I would cover the bill, use my own cash to pay the bill and take their crypto for the whole thing. I made a lot of money doing that, way more than I did accepting USD, can tell you that much.
3: I think the other good way to circulate that, if that's your goal, is to do it in the tip in addition to the Federal Reserve tip. Right.
2: Yeah, Yeah, because then it doesn't leave a bad taste. They don't feel like they got screwed over if they don't know what crypto is or don't want it.
1: Right. All right, Uh, so I'm going to go old school on you. I'm going to go
4: old school on you. This one happened in World War II. When Hitler was starting to get spun out and all of his generals were doubting him and whatnot, there was an organization, I think it was called the OSS. It's part of the internal you know, German hierarchy in the military. Okay. And they came up with this plan that they would inject Hitler's vegetables with female hormones. And the thought was that it would make his mustache fall out and his voice get high and squeaky and he'd grow boobs. So he was the, totally the, the man amongst men, you know, but uh, evidently Trans Hitler. fell out of favor. Somewhere along the line. And, and Adolfina? Wasn't, it, it wasn't pursued to its full potential, so we don't know what would have happened. Um, oh, maybe okay. not and in I, case. I got, I got to thinking about crypto being under attack, and Catholicism has been under attack as long as it's been alive. I mean, I mean they've been years.
2: attacking people. Yeah. Crypto. <laughs> kind of started hey, for- hey,
3: hey, hey. <laughs> we don't talk about the Crusades. Yeah, I was going to say, crypto
1: has never had like a Crusades era. Right, crypto has never attacked know, anybody that I'm aware of.
4: Well, we can't change history, and we weren't there, so we really can't properly be judges of it all.
1: Oh, we could change in the future. Well,
4: I, I'm I'm just going to why there's particular countries that are staunchly Catholic and have always been so. Okay, go ahead. We all know the story of Saint Patrick and how he supposedly ran all the snakes out of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Well, something I just learned a little bit ago is he supposedly raised forty people from the dead, like Jesus did with Lazarus in the Bible? And uh, the other interest, and that's what explains and if it was why Ireland, the
3: they are probably just
4: drunk. Our Catholics, continue. I mean, they were an island nation. The only interjection they had was between each other, you know. So uh, it, it ain't no doubt that if if it was true, that's why the the root took and sunk deep there. But the next one is Mexico, and when Cortez invaded, he only had three hundred soldiers. But you got to remember, the Incas and the Aztecs had been taking the best of the children, the prettiest of all, and sacrificing them on this blood altar for generation after generation after generation. Okay. So the populace hated the hierarchy. And Cortez really didn't have a hell of a lot of problems to, to uh, bring the Indians with him as soldiers. And they were most receptive to the uh, the Catholic Bible because it didn't want to kill their children. It wanted their children to live and prosper. Okay. There you go. My, my historical bump for the night.
1: All right. Major pain, everybody. Thanks for the call tonight.
3: We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. So if you're starting a new religion, stop threatening to kill people. Uh, and then recruit them yeah. to kill for you instead. Seems to be the way. This is the way. I don't know that it this is. This is not the way. Yeah, oh. I don't know that it is. Did you take your helmet off again? I wish I didn't have to. <laughs> I would totally rock one of those.
1: Uh, So getting back to this bit from Coindesk, uh, they say, okay, so basically the somehow the banks are going to figure out how to make all of the customers whole, even though... The FDIC has taken over. That really, I,
3: I think this one didn't even say that the bank was like illiquid or insolvent. They just took it over. It just said that so they, making them whole might just be like, okay, we still have your money. It just said that the action was taken to protect depositors. Yeah, like, but it didn't. It you know, didn't suggest that, that depositors were in any sort of danger. It was a crypto
1: friendly bank, so perhaps there's something missing here that it was tied to like FTX somehow. Okay. Or something like that. Or it was tied to SVB. Okay. And so it's sort of a casualty of that. I I don't know. I'm When I hear crypto-friendly
3: bank, I think, you know, a bank that is connected in some form or fashion to a crypto exchange, right? Right. In which case, when you get off the exchange, they allow the deposit to come in. Right. As they should. Right. And when you're trying to purchase some crypto, they allow the withdrawal to come out. Right. As they should, because it's your money. Right. Right, so if you're if you're heavy into crypto and banking at Signature Bank, I don't see how a failure in crypto would affect Signature Bank because money come, your money comes out goes onto the exchange and then your money comes off the exchange. And well, goes on okay, to the bank. but
1: you're assuming that banks have money and most of them don't.
3: Well, the the they increment the <laughs> digits in the system that yeah. allows money to float onto the how you know I don't want to get into like the technical. I wonder
1: of it. if perhaps there was a run on this bank
3: well why aren't they saying that
1: i don't know they might not know or they might not want to exacerbate the situation
3: it wouldn't it's already been taken over like you can't have a run on the bank now because it's already been taken over by the fdic right and deposits are already secured and, but and they
1: guarantee they also probably don't want to like cause another
3: run on other banks this news should be enough Right, I I, I think uh, so. Like, don't worry, everybody. We're about to take over all the banks to secure your deposits.
1: Yeah, I want to remind all the listeners that this stuff is all happening over the weekend. Banks ain't even open. Yeah, mostly. I mean, some banks will have you know a window on like a Saturday or something like that, possibly a Sunday, depending on the bank. But it's very unusual. Most yeah, of the typically banks are closed Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, deal. nine to five is bankers' yep. hours for a reason. And so, like, none of the real bank business is going to happen until, well, 8 a.m. Monday morning, East Coast time, right? Uh, and so we'll see. Like, I think tomorrow is going to be a very interesting day in the world of finance Keep all the, the way Keep the stock around.
3: market when the opening bell opens, too, then.
1: Yeah, yeah, because th- these are just the things that we're able to – be done and happen and tracked and occur
3: outside of normal banking hours. Well that's when the real stuff happens anyway, right? Outside the public eye, behind closed doors, but not a run, right?
1: If there's like if people are going to make runs on banks, it's going to happen during 8 to 5. Well, which is why you've are,
3: which is why you got pictures of people lined up outside of a Boston bank for some odd reason.
1: Yeah. All right, uh, moving right along, Uh, let's go to more of your calls and thoughts. We've got Ricky from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. The Confederate Commonwealth?
5: That would be Ricky from the Confederate Commonwealth. I knew it.
1: It's not the conservative Confederate Commonwealth?
5: No, that would be the Confederate Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. There may be possibly conservatives within... But that's all right. That's what's. A, that's possibly a good thing. We want a little bit of both, you know. It's not Nothing the, wrong with that.
1: It's not the coked up Confederate. Uh, Commonwealth no one needs as many titles as you, Captain. Well, if right.
5: there was, I personally wouldn't have a problem with it.
1: <laughs> not surprised but there nonetheless.
5: Is. Pleasure to meet you two both. By the way,
1: what's on your mind, Ricky?
5: Well, I had something tonight. I call it Christian irony. You know, when I was a little bitty, Ricky, I was reading the Bible. Which I've read throughout my life, up until recently, probably
4: recently
1: moved on. You know. to the hey, uh, hey, Ricky, can you hold on? I'm sorry, I didn't realize we were this close, but uh, we gotta, we gotta do a thing here. Can you hold on? Certainly. All right, stand by. We'll bring Ricky back. And
3: what'd you have done if he said no?
1: Hear, hear what happened to him when he was just a wee little Ricky coming up here on Free Talk Live, and we still got to get to the, the sexy baked beans stuff. We That's got a, important. We got a couple other things probably more lined up for you S- S- as P. well.
3: We're back. I think we screwed up on the last one. Yeah, we did. Okay. Well, I like. There's no rules to what we do, really. Well, yeah, but there's like what we no rule, but there's the standards of what we would normally do. Normally, yeah, you know. But it's Sunday, and all right, you
2: know. <laughs> I love how that's always the the thing we say whenever something Sun- happens. Oh, it's Sunday. It's,
1: it's true. We got a built-in excuse, right? Something go, ah, good, something Sunday.
2: bad. Yeah. yeah, it's Sunday. What, you else never know what, right? to what
1: else can go right? What uh, else can go right? When uh, when I was playing in bands, and somebody would screw up, like playing the song, like during a live show, uh, we had this thing that we would do where we would just keep playing because that's what you are supposed to do your profession. You just keep playing, and eventually the band comes back together. There'll be a change or a break, and everybody reckoned, okay, now we're all back in sync, and, and that kind of thing. And we would call these nice recoveries, right? Because we didn't know what else to call them, right? So we we would do film study of ourselves, right? So we would put a camera in the back of the, the venue somewhere, zoom it in, and, you know, try and get footage of ourselves on stage and see how, you know, boring we were or unentertaining. Or, you know, we'd critique ourselves and be like, oh, you know, we could do that better. Or, like, uh, for a while we had a, a guy that was left-handed in the band, and so uh we had uh the the guitars standing like one guitarist uh was on one side and the other guitarist was on the other side and the points the headstocks of their guitars were pointing in and we almost like stabbed the singer right oh, with no. the points of our guitars like and we saw that and we're like you know we should have the left-handed guy stand on the other side yeah. and the right-handed guy on the other side so the points are pointed away from the singer from now on and so we made that change as a result of our study but anyway When we would screw up a song and we'd end up playing like, you know, just this weird part that didn't actually belong in a song, we'd call it Nice Recovery, we got like compliments from these from time to time because we were otherwise a well-rehearsed band we would just you know we're human we screw up every You're like oh
2: yeah. i love that new thing you and did some there guy, yeah he
1: came up and he's like they started oh my god playing jazz that, music yeah that that bit you added that sort of avant-garde you know <laughs> progressive thing that you yeah. did in the middle was just awesome right man on, and like man. yeah glad you liked it it's just something we're tossing around you
3: know yeah. we'd have to play
1: it off yeah, but play it
2: off
3: nice recovery and he anyway. never wrote a song called nice recovery no we didn't Seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah,
2: sure it does. Was.
1: We had lots of those as well. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say thank you to Rob Saint Denis, who is a gold level. Saint Denis, is that probably yeah. okay? Uh, Saint Denis, De- sure. It is D N I S, so it's not... yeah, it's probably Rob Saint Denis. Saint Denis, Saint Denis, whatever your name is, Rob. Thank you. Rob. He's a he's a gold level uh, subscriber, so that means he gives uh, ten bucks a month. Uh, over at amps.freetalklive.com. What is AMPS? That stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. You can become an amplifier by visiting amps.freetalklive.com. We only ask for 5 bucks. Uh, you can give 10 or more. There's different levels, different tiers. You get special little incentives if you do become an amplifier. So thank you again, Rob St. Denis, or whatever your name is. Whatever. We
3: really do appreciate you. If he's from around here, it's probably St. Dennis by this point because they Anglicanize everything in New England, obviously.
1: All right, uh, let's get back to uh, Ricky in the Commonwealth, uh, the Confederate Confederate Commonwealth Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, who was about to regale us with a story about when Ricky was a wee lad.
5: Yeah, well, this is just the beginning. I got a wee bit more, but I'll get into that. What a wee-in going on. When I was a little Ricky from the Commonwealth, I was reading the Bible. And of course I was looking at Genesis at this moment and it goes like this. You had the tree of knowledge, you know, and then you have Adam and Eve. They ate the fruit. Now, after that, the next thing that happens is it goes like this. You got this one. God goes, what are you doing? And here's the response. It's a great God voice. Eve comes out with this one. She says. We were ashamed because we were naked and we had to clothe ourselves. That's now, why you're writing Genesis. Can I, use a word, can I use a word that starts with a P in this sense? Uh, mm. Maybe. They say it all the time on TV. Uh,
3: say it, and then we'll the see if genitals? we need to dump it. Yeah, is it genitals?
2: I think that's what he was no, saying. No, no,
5: not that word.
2: Then what P? What word? does it
3: rhyme
1: with?
5: <sighs>
2: Off.
1: Off? Off.
5: That was the second word.
3: Peed off. Ticked off.
5: Right. you uh, got the first time.
3: Ticked off is fine.
5: That wasn't exactly what was in my mind. Well, let's let's see it it was ticked, ticked off. It would off if I, was in, if I was God. So that being said, on with this. So I remembered that. Now, my parents, I was about six or seven years old. They told me a story at that point because I made this observation, and I'll continue with that then. Okay. But they said to me this. They knew this woman. They did. When they were young now, that i would have been back in the 50s you know and what that
3: was about I mean, is, someone when i was uh, young too
5: well she was in love with this man and he was in love with her and they were getting married and ultimately that was the case but there was a problem on the wedding night the issue was she couldn't take her clothes off so obviously we couldn't consummate the marriage so here's what
1: happened. You're
3: not now, trying hard case, enough. You need to get the clothes off.
1: Yeah, I mean, why? Huh? Why couldn't she? Was there super glue involved?
5: Or oh, something? I'm, get,
6: I'm getting to okay. that. Yeah, right. I got
1: that for you. What happened
5: was, is so he decided to take her to a psychologist to get help. You know, instead of just throwing in the towel because they love one another. Okay. Well, here it turned out that came out pretty quickly where this came from. Here it was the parents, and also. Repression from Christianity. Now, unfortunately, as the story ended up, uh, this went on for who knows how long. My parents never knew if it ever solved the problem. Probably not. But this brought me to another conclusion. So I remembered that later on in life. Because personally, I don't have an issue with just being naked, period. This got covered the one night, whether it be in a nude beach or anything like that. But the, but then you have stuff like a while back you had the uh, Statue of David. There's individuals wanting to make that go away. And then an amazing thing I remember that was the case back in uh, around 2009 or 10. Yep. This is amazing. It was a black and white photo, and it what it was. It was a front and back. It was four females. From right to left, they just are standing there with their arms and their sides with a smile on their face, it was a grandmother, her daughter, granddaughter, and great granddaughter. And it was fascinating, because it showed how much alike they were in every way, front and back, with their various proportion. It was amazing, and this made big news, but at the same time, it was a big fuss with these people. Now, do you not think that after all this thing with the original sin, do you not think that they would try to do their best to correct it?
1: Who you know? are they and what needs to be I got, one, yeah. I
5: got one more for you. Uh, one more. No,
1: no. Actually, I don't think you do, Ricky. Uh, thanks for the call. Uh, that, I, there were no baked beans involved, so no, I, I had no yeah. interest.
3: I, what was the point he was driving at? Was I,
1: it nudity is good or
3: bad or needs to be restrained? I, I, I don't That's know. That's why I, yeah, I was not following He didn't get to the point. And so okay. I, and
2: I, I like a fast punchline, you know well, what I mean? Halfway
3: through there, I was hoping that there was going to be like a Norm MacDonald payoff. Like, he sounds good. Don't, He's
1: got a good, you know, radio voice, if you will, but maybe. his story just kinda, Is this the
2: first time you're being acquainted with Ricky? No, no, no. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying sounds that, nice.
1: like, you know, I, I gave him a chance, but like, man, he blew it. <laughs> Also, I'm thinking about baked beans now. Yeah. So. Come on, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. We we have other money things to talk about, but we'll. Not tonight.
2: But more importantly,
3: more importantly, we're getting to the real Sunday content.
2: Now. <laughs> yes. Come on. We're the more people, than halfway the through the, want the show. It. The this is what people tune it. in for. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you don't listen to the Sunday show for financial uh, advice. This from mirror.co.uk or kook. Mirror
2: the Brits are at it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, and let's just call them regular Brit. How
3: come the British refer to themselves as British and not Great British?
2: Because they know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> because Great Britain encompasses more than just England.
2: Oh, so it's like Greater Britain. Right. No, no, uh, no. It's is just that great what it Britain. means? No. Well, no, it's great, though, because it's the greater area. Like, oh, right. this is the greater I, Boston area. Have you been there? It's, like it's the not suburbs. really that great. No, why would I go there? I haven't been there it's yet. It's not great.
1: Well, they claim it's great, but, you know.
2: Yeah, like, but we all know their judgment's a little off.
3: It's just sort of mediocre. Like, you, you can use your magic rectangle, right? But there's, there's England, yeah. right? There's Great Britain, and then there's United Kingdom, and it's different on the Venn diagram there. Uh,
1: I will say,
2: they do love baked beans. Really? They love baked toast. beans there. On toast, on anything. They're a little... <laughs> yeah. No. I,
3: I, I don't want to miss. What do they really like it on, though? I don't... <laughs>
2: What do Good you segue. like it on? Good
1: segue. I, I don't want to mislead people. I actually don't really like baked beans at all.
3: Oh, you're missing out. Uh, no, mm. I'm not. Yeah,
1: like but the what worst, if, uh, the worst possible, the worst possible two side dishes I could ever be served. You know, at any meal would be sauerkraut and baked beans. But
2: what if it was somewhere and else? mushrooms?
1: I I hate mushrooms. Oh, I had mushrooms with. My but only I'm all. I'm allergic to mushrooms. Okay, so
3: like my my um, my mom's baked bean recipe is something that I fiend for. Like every Thanksgiving. Like, that has to be part of my Thanksgiving feast. Okay. Because it's special. So I really only eat it and make it like once a year.
1: Okay. But it's delicious. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I so just don't like the taste.
2: It's, maybe uh, you just don't like the receptacle that it's in
1: the bowl or the slime
3: the yeah. that comes. Like, if you just, if you are like, you know, bushes from a can. Right? It does. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah
2: maybe. But maybe if yeah. the baked beans I, were somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Let's find you'd,
2: out. You'd like them more.
1: Let's see if this article changes my mind. I doubt it. Perhaps you I'll like pay for it. Perhaps I'll like baked beans more now, I haven't read this article, have you? No. Okay, have you? I have. It's... Okay, all right.
3: I like being <laughs> surprised.
1: <laughs> uh, so there's a picture of, you know, some thought uh <laughs> L Woods is L Woods is her name. Nice. Makes a fortune by talking to men and fulfilling their desires. I, I bet
2: know. that's a fake name.
3: It's the chick from Legally Blonde.
1: L yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Elwood. That's uh, one, of L L. L. Oh. one of the Blues Brothers. It's also one of the Blues Brothers. But this L-O. is E-L-L-E space Woods. Yeah. I think right. that's the chick like from Legally Blonde. It is, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so the uh, the headline here reads- too. Yeah. Lingerie model gets filthy rich telling filthy men rich. to pour baked beans on their body.
3: Oh, man. So far, yeah. my mind hasn't changed. I really, uh, female privilege is a thing, and I, it's stuff uh, like this that makes me wish I had some female privilege. Right? You know, I would mm-hmm. if I could make what. Well, but but L would.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Add it again.
3: The the ease of which some of these chicks make money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just selling like, their farts
2: I, in a jar. Yeah. Dirty yeah. underwear. Dirty socks. Come yeah. on, man. Sometimes I'm like. <sighs> should i do, and do like, it you
3: should and like, you gilf- know? It's like
2: why not capitalize you're gilf- in a
3: unique uh, opportunity yeah. and position to do this you know? and make bank on it why would yeah. you pass a- for dignity like no no. <laughs> no you just go to the bank and like wash yourself in millions right? of dignity dollars <laughs> gilfs
1: <laughs> are raking it in as well i've seen recent articles about gilfs? you know the hot grandmother
3: oh yeah you oh, yeah. know kind Lauren of Bober, stuff and, like, yeah like i'm like wow 36 year old grandma i'll take it no we're talking like Elderly? Style. No, yeah, no, People I'm are not into I'm it. talking about
1: elderly. Yeah, but she's still a gilf. Anyway, Elle Wood from Leeds told beans. of one customer in particular who stands in his kitchen in his wellies, whatever <laughs> <We're> wellies are, <laughs> British sure for underwear. That is that what it is? I don't know. Uh-huh. Probably. Let's go. with And it. is told to pour beans and custard over his body by the cam girl,
3: this and he is, complies. Is way more important than pays. Banking
1: pays for the privilege. Yep. A laundry cam girl is earning a fortune by talking to men online and fulfilling their unusual desires. Elwood, 23, this... works just a few hours a week as a Studio 66 TV babe.
2: What the, does that mean? I don't know.
1: The mistress and sugar baby spends much time of her spends much of her time posing in her underwear and speaking to keen customers on Skype. Not keen Okay. K E N.
3: Kind of reminds me of, uh, what is her name? Mistress Harley, the financial dominatrix, the fin Dom. Oh. Just gets off on giving people. And up. I am out of touch with all Dude. This crap. Oh, you got to look gotta, her up. I got to, I got to up my online game here. I got to spend too much time making music and t shirts and stuff.
2: Yeah. Got to do more important stuff.
3: I, yeah. I, what have I been doing? What is wrong with me? Thanks, guys.
1: You're welcome. Yeah,
2: reality check. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> uh, Elle dresses up in latex and leather, performs stripteases, enjoys dominatrix, and worships men with foot
3: fetishes.
2: Um, Yeah. She so, does. She does.
3: <laughs> but again, right, like, people are willing to pay yeah. for this.
2: I mean, why wouldn't you capitalize on it?
3: If you're female. I can't get away with this.
2: You could, though. Could possibly. I? Possibly. I mean, men do it.
3: Do they
1: do it to this extent? Yeah, there's no way that, like, a dude can start, like, an OnlyFans thing and rake in the amount of cash. Two-turned Tony.
2: I follow this guy on Instagram. His name's Two-turned Tony, and he got famous because he has a pet duck, right? So people are like, this guy's funny. He has a pet duck. It's the duck. But he's also ripped. Okay. So now he has, you know, he appeals to all the the older ladies and all the chicks that want to see him naked, and he has an OnlyFans. All right and he actually makes a ton of money as
3: well as, because like male porn stars at one time were making like 10% of their female counterparts. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. So there's not, like, you, can you do it? Yes. Do you want to be a male porn star? Maybe. Right. But you do it for 10%? You know yeah. what the females make? Like, how about some equality in the workplace for porn stars if we're going to go there? Uh, but what I'm saying is like, it's it's way more difficult, way less well known and, okay, two tone. Mm-hmm. Two turnt Tony? No. All
1: right. But is he telling customers to put custard and baked beans on their body?
2: No.
3: He doesn't have to. He just takes his shirt off. Like, oh, throws money at him.
2: Yeah, basically.
3: The OnlyFans
1: star recently appeared on ITV2, whatever that is, to share her experience as a cam girl. Quote, I have this guy who calls me and I will say to him, so what have we got this week? And it will either be custard... (laughs) Baked
3: beans, she a said. Bigger staff.
1: Uh well, Sorry, throw all it right, so just guys. a little bit of criticism on, on this particular uh broad. She's obviously had the uh, plastic surgery done to the lips.
2: Yeah, that's pretty common nowadays. Super
1: super ducky. Speaking of ducks. Yeah. Quack. Yeah. Uh She's got, <laughs> she's got a little <laughs> aflac going on for sure. Uh they're they're known as DSLs. Yeah. Uh, you use the, your imagination uh, yeah.
2: on what that means. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I, I think you know, but we'll make sure no, you No, I got know it now. That, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, let's see. He'll stand in the kitchen in his wellies for about a half hour, and I will just tell him, you need to get a spoon of these beans and pour them all over. <laughs> Stuff your belly button. <laughs> I ask him, how many have you gotten there? And he'll say, three. And I'll say, no, I want four. <laughs> After every call. Like, how
2: hilarious must this be? You know what I mean? Like, she probably thinks it's so funny.
3: I can't even imagine. Put four. Like, what do the chicks from the 900 call numbers really do that, in the background? <laughs> right. Right.
0: They're
3: I just mean, on a headset, you know, playing yeah. solitaire or whatever? Well, yeah. If they're attractive, oh.
1: they're on OnlyFans raking it in. But if they're unattractive, they're on the 900 numbers. Okay. Is that how it works?
2: Well, not anymore. I don't even know if those exist anymore. Do oh, they? Oh,
3: I don't know. That's a good question.
2: Why would you call the number if you can get a cam girl? you know what I
3: mean same reason I no longer ordered DVDs from shady websites <laughs> no more brown paper uh, deliveries in the old mailbox for
1: this guy <laughs> I had something show up uh, in my mailbox uh, and I had you know several I was in an apartment complex or whatever and it had the the thing and it was like a special edition like revolver magazine with like a anniversary issue for like anthrax or something and that kind of a thing and for whatever reason, they sent it in the black plastic wrapper. And so I'm, I'm getting my mail out of the mailbox. Neighbors there. Like, Neighbors there. Black plastic wrapper, <laughs> huh? Yeah. You know, like, what's in uh, there, you know, A little elbow kind of thing. Yeah. Like, anyway. no,
2: this is way cooler.
3: It's Revolver
2: Magazine, bro. Uh,
1: <laughs> which sounds like a lie. <laughs> totally. <laughs> to the neighbor.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Prove it. Uh, so the article continues. After every call... The disappointment is when he steals the next issue.
1: <laughs> and, it's, and it's really just a music magazine.
3: And he's got to stuff it back in your box half open. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah.
1: This it's is like, just oh, embarrassing oops, now. <laughs> opened <laughs> by mistake. Sorry.
3: Right? Yeah. <laughs> they actually only put this in my box. I don't know what happened. I thought it was my nudie magazine day.
1: Yeah. Jugs only uh, ships on the first Thursday of every month. Did not know that. Thank you. <laughs> right.
2: Now you do. <laughs> in
1: case you needed to know. Anyway, uh, this chick is talking about her experience with this dude and pouring stuff uh baked beans he baked says beans. pouring baked beans and she says
2: button. or custard depending on the okay. day what's available you know supply and demand
1: yeah i mean you know money's getting tight so like these food products are probably gonna have to change a little bit right they won't St- store-bought baked beans no they just have to go to like the instead of baked beans in the can they they have to go to like the dry kidney
3: beans in the okay. package Ooh. you know yeah Boil them first. She continues to say make after. It's nice soft for me.
1: <laughs> she continues to say after every call, he'll I want be you like.
3: To smash it into your belly button.
1: He'll be like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that you let me do
3: this with you, but yeah. I love it.
2: Oh, It's like a nice, wholesome bonding experience for them. No, it's
3: a lonely dude. It's a lonely dude. Elle usually
1: favors the night shift when she can make the most money yeah i mean Dude, do they
2: have a differential on only fans
3: they get like an extra two bucks an hour or something right. for the graveyard or i mean when are guys gonna be more likely to be like home alone and i mean yeah randy uh, and sauced up and you know that kind yeah. of stuff and like you know, you know pre get sauced up pre-shower All right well tell us more richie <laughs> i mean nikki no i'm what i'm saying is if you if you catch them in that window like just got home from work uh, tired yeah. you know lonely uh You know, Randy, horny, right? And then you can get him to, like, pour beans on him before he jumps (laughs) into the shower and handles business himself.
2: Yeah, it's the perfect window. It's the perfect window.
3: That's like the
1: old telemarketer adage, right? You want to get them at home when they're fat and sassy. So you 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 don't want to be like dirt. You want it just after dinner. Yeah, right? they, they've they they've fed themselves. They probably, you know, had a glass of wine or a beer, or a shot or something. Yeah. Right. You know, and they're just kicking back in their easy chair, getting ready to to relax and turn on the TV or whatever. That's when
3: you want to call. Yeah. The the company that I work for for my regular job, we call until 8 p.m.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, Elle favors the night shift. And now she is working at one of the most popular UK cam girl studios where girls can rake in 10,000 pounds per month. Pounds being the uh, British denomination of money.
2: I didn't yeah. know they had cam girl Studios. I thought this was just something they did in their own bedroom or You've whatever. never
3: heard of, like, Andrew Tate? Uh, I mean... Who's Andrew Tate? Yeah, really?
2: but, like, not much about him.
3: Oh, okay. I don't... He's the uh, kickboxer, like, you know, alpha male guy. Yeah. Got all the beta males to, like, send him money for you got to do things to be like me. The guy who got into it with Greta Thunberg a couple months ago. Okay. Arrested yeah, the by the Romanian okay. authority. All
1: right. Yeah. Like I, he just, I know he of had, him.
3: He had a mansion, right? He made all of his money on cam girls. He just had a mansion, and then like, brought the girls in, pretended like they were all his girlfriends, and then put them to work in their own room as a cam girl. Like <sighs> I was that's, hoping that's to that's do something
1: like that here in Keene, New Hampshire, when I was first well, looking don't for Don't do house. it in Romania. tell you that much. Because, you know, Keene's a college town, right? And I'm thinking, oh, college girls, they need money. They right? do. And so, like, if I just bought a big-ass house, like, you know, it would be really easy to set something like that up. Yeah. But then, no, government had to, like, close everything down, like, mask everybody up, tell everybody to go home, and so, like, yeah.
3: yeah. And they've got their own phones now,
1: and, yeah. you know. Anyway, women working at this particular studio uh, take it in turns to stream live on a website channel, and viewers take it in turns to have private chats with them. Take it in turns. Not taking interns. Take it interns. Well, that would be the White House, but... <laughs> uh, interns have been taken.
0: Yeah.
3: So apparently, this is a channel
1: I on a website. I that's
3: so when that's... you set this up, Captain, you got to have like a rotating cast. The, you know, the girls who are taking morning classes, have to work the afternoon shift. Oh. Yeah. And the girls who are taking afternoon classes have to work the morning shift. There's but, a you know, scheduling thing involved. Yeah, right. Yeah. Good girls get the nice shift, yeah. and you know, other girls got to work. Got to work their way up by providing some services to and for the house.
1: And it goes on to say, this way they can get private views while the cam girls earn even more money.
3: Uh, Captain Kick Ass live. A live feed into the home of the captain.
1: Elle told the former grid girl, on a nighttime you have more earning potential. You've got your perv cam, your toys. We try to keep it as interactive as we can. Elle explained the minimum buzz is 50 credits which equates to five pounds for five seconds. Customers can tip up to 500 pounds. I I only got my buzz toy two months ago. One of the regulars was just buzzing 500 credits at a time, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, please stop. She joked.
3: Wi-Fi vibrator. Wi-Fi vibrator. There you go. It's a portmanteau Port of the night.
1: 603-283-6160. Hour number three Free Talk Live is coming up next. Yes, we are back. Jump in. Give yeah. us the number. If only there was a way for us to let people know when we were back after every segment. Just listen for the music. If only there was a, a method, a, a, a mnemonic, if you will, a, a device that you we could what? invent that would allow us to announce to everybody that we were indeed back.
2: We should start saying we're back. You think yeah when we first come on every
3: time right like
2: right every when the time music, yeah the music yeah right when the music about, know, gets to that point yeah, but what if
1: but what if we insinuate that like there's something else going on as well and we add the word
3: and in front of it
2: oh
3: like that because well, like, something was going on you think like, that might
1: be
2: I think helpful? we're on to something
3: the the unfortunate thing for the audience right is they're joining us mid conversation right because we were talking during the break they just didn't hear it that's true and we're going to continue that conversation in some form or fashion as we go back yep. onto the broadcast, and uh, and they're back now. We have to deal with yeah, them.
2: Yeah. So really, yeah. Okay.
3: And we got we got calls to take.
2: Let's oh, go
3: to uh, let's yeah. go, to Sarah in
1: New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
2: Um. Yes. Why did we take down her certificate? Out of, out of breath. There, it's still
7: around. It's yeah. I know it's there. around. I was... Oh, I was laying down.
3: Dodging cars. Got Up a little bit. Some no, fraud or... I, I mean, no. I'm, S- do you I'm know why you were calling?
7: Room? Yeah, you know, I wrote it down. You know them? I was thinking about, you know, all of them. You know, but the diseases that people have, so they have all these medications, right?
3: Everybody's on
1: drugs. That
7: you see advertised. Yeah, all
3: if this, it's COVID, all cool... Paxlovid.
7: Well, just everything that they got medication, but the the side effects are just um, that they mentioned, the possible side effects are just... So horrible. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes they're worse
2: than the actual spontaneous orifice bleeding. Yeah. Growth of a
1: third eye. Right. Yeah. No.
2: Sometimes they're worse than the actual disease. Oh yeah. They seem far. to be. Whenever it says and uh, could result in death. Yeah. Usually you should side just effects shoot.
1: include spontaneous death.
7: Yeah, but I mean that's that's my whole the con- the conical thing about it. why don't you just die for whatever you're sick from, whatever you're suffering, then suffering with the. Like a kidney or liver, liver, kidney damage or liver uh, failure or something like that. That's the consequences, or wind up with cancer. I mean, that's horrible.
3: You're correct. It is horrible.
7: I
2: mean, the best uh, prevention is the best medication, right? The
3: best prevention is the best medication.
2: I guess so, yeah. (laughs) uh, Something like that.
7: that, But the the natural remedy that I always talk about, everybody's like, uh, what? What um, remedy for diabetes? So don't in, get the, diabetes
3: um, in the first place. The remedy
7: That's for what diabetes? I'm saying. Is prevention is key. The, yeah,
1: cut, yeah. cut out sugar. But uh, Sarah, how many drugs do you take uh, per day?
7: You know, I I do not take any drugs, but I do take supplements. Like Saint John's Worth is for my depression and my mood.
1: Okay, all right.
7: And I take about like ten different kind of supplements. To have get you energy and to feel better?
1: Have you tried CBD yes. at all?
7: No, I I hear a lot PCP? about it. I, I do. I mean, I I mean, um, I I I went to a shop and he was showing me like molecular structures of all these CBD uh, products and yep. chemical compounds and everything. I'm like, whoa! It's like Hey, that's a little bit over my head.
1: Well, yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, hey, did you... you try it? Because like CBD is uh, one of the most natural things that you could do. It's just an extract from uh, from a cannabis plant. So, but it, it doesn't get yeah, you high like what, marijuana. Uh, what it does is it uh, it alleviates pain, uh, and it also serves as a relaxant. So, uh, lots of folks who have some of these things that you say that you have uh, have benefited greatly from CBD. You well,
7: know, that's what I that's what I hear. And then, and then also the point that I was going to make yesterday. I, the, all, every time I try to talk about this, Ian keeps shutting, talks over me, and hangs hangs up on me and stuff like that. And so, how
3: dare he? Well, but thanks for, for the call, part of Sarah, We appreciate you.
7: Aww.
1: I'm just kidding. Go ahead,
7: Sarah. <laughs> well, I, but, okay. So the the whole point is that what I was what is getting my hypothesis is we have a nurse on the line with me. Is that the natural products that help with circulation or cardiovascular? What I was getting to, that my, my guess is that it also helps with blood, healthy blood uh, sugar control levels. Is that what they call it? Like healthy blood levels. It, In other sure. words, it helps diabetics.
1: What product are you talking about? Are you talking like turmeric?
7: Well, okay, blood are things that what I found out was like the grape seed, seed extract. Yeah. Grape seed extract. They actually help promote circulation. Okay. Ginseng help promote circulation. Okay. And then red, like a dried powder red wine, helps circulation. So it's a uh, beet juice. Uh, I, I, um, So one of the qualities of the grape seed extract was that it's supposed to help you, let you have healthy blood sugar levels, which means that it cures diabetes. Because they cannot, they well, claim. you also can't that say, gonna that. say This will, you can't, you can't say, it. you can't say this will cure cancer. This natural problem will I mean, cure
2: It depends what kind of diabetes too, because the type one, your pancreas just doesn't work. Type two, Mm. you can absolutely cure type two diabetes with diet and exercise, and I mean all of the supplements that Sarah's talking about here can absolutely help with that. But I mean, diet is key for any disease or just being healthy in general. Diet is extremely important, especially with people with heart disease or diabetes.
3: For most things.
7: uh uh-huh, Go ahead. So can you? This is my hypothesis. I was. But she's gonna let me this. go ahead. Like, yeah. Go ahead. Go
3: ahead. Go ahead. No. I'm, my ahead. my suggestion is no, that. no. 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 Sarah, you go ahead. No. To, come on, man. <laughs> okay, Nikki. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Thank you.
7: <laughs> go ahead.
3: No, uh, my point is that there there's a lot of things that can be cured or prevented with diet and exercise, right? But that is not to exclude people who are suffering from other diseases where they did not have control over that with diet and exercise right 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 and so what do those people do with sarah's example of like i need to be treated for this and these the side effects to my treatment is far worse or potentially far worse than the ailments that i'm suffering from my disease right and it's like, I mean, do I risk it and then hopefully not get the side effects? Because yeah. side effects or, don't don't apply to everybody, right? Not yeah. everyone gets all the side effects. Right, yeah.
2: That's true. Yeah, you have to weigh that. I mean, worst case scenario, you die. or <laughs> And sometimes that's not the worst case scenario. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, some of the side effects can be worse than death. It just really depends on the person. Hey, Seth, thank you
3: for the call. You know, we appreciate you. Right. So you, you talk to your doctor. You try the drug. If it works for you, you keep taking yeah. it. if you get these extreme side effects, you stop taking it. But you got to... Whoa! No. <laughs> what's going on here? Someone said, we got, "Is that Karen?" Something. Is Karen calling you? Someone said no, something, me. and it sounded like Siri. I'm only serious. Mm. Don't do it again. Uh, yeah,
2: uh, you should have uh, that disabled. Well, speaking no, of interruptions,
3: I, th- I
1: have to
2: let's talk to you. Si- shouldn't talk let's, to her. I have to talk
3: to Siri.
1: Let's to, let's get go to, to Alexa. David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Hey Sarah, when these guys ask you uh, personal medical questions, don't answer them.
3: What we personal medical she... questions did we ask
6: her? What drugs she's taking?
3: Yeah. Oh, okay.
6: Yeah. So don't you—you you, you guys shouldn't do that either. You know better. Why? Than that. Why asking, asking people because it because it's their personal medical record. So and she you, could say, say no. Yeah, have, she could be like, I don't want to answer
1: that, or I don't want to tell you, David. What abused. drugs are you on?
6: Well, huh? What you're drugs are you on? her. You are abusing her because you—you you, even you would say that she's not all there, okay? And so when you're asking somebody who's not a hundred percent. What their medical history is, you're abusing them. Uh, Knock it off. You're the uh, one
2: being rude, saying she's not all there. Okay. I never said she Hi, wasn't David. all there. I think Sarah's fine. Uh, I think David. you're not all there, yeah. David.
3: He's already gone. I don't even, well, I, there's nothing wrong with asking the question, yeah. right? She was talking about side effects. Yeah, yeah. she was talking about what we have a nurse. these
1: natural remedies have yeah. done for her. And so I was like, well, what drugs Which, are yeah. you on? And she's like, I actually don't take any. Whoa. Okay. So these, and we have a remedies, nurse in the have, third yeah. chair.
3: So eh, David, whatever, our medical expert, <laughs> right. qualified to answer these questions, sort of, somewhat, maybe. You're abusing. She called in. Depends. Like, well, did you feel did you feel unqualified to answer some of the no. questions Sarah had about? If anybody's abusing
1: okay. anything, David is abusing us as a call in show that will put almost anybody on. Because you guys
3: called Free Talk Live, so she'll be able to call in for free.
1: Let's uh, continue with the fun and the calls. Let's go to Jet. Jet, you're on Free Talk Live.
8: Well, I'd like to abuse you for a little bit here, too. With is this ideas. an abusement
3: <laughs> park? Oh, man. Yes.
1: More it, market it opportunities. It I've, I've paid
3: my... You're dominatrixes. <laughs> We're trying to do a show, and all these callers keep abusing us, Jet. What's going on? Who would be in the cage in an abusement well, park? Would it be the dominatrix or would it be the customers? Is, is,
8: is the modulation good enough for me right now? Uh, y-
1: yes, I believe you are modulating.
8: I guess we're okay. just going to gloss over the question. I just want to make sure because uh, it's, it's like whenever I talk to Ian, he says, back
1: off the phone, back off. Yeah, yeah I mean, you seem to be okay. There's a little bit of static, but nothing I'm, I'm worried about. So go ahead.
8: Okay. Well, last night I told a story about the next-door neighbor who used to be an accountant for a manufacturing company but now works as an auditor for the IRS.
3: Yes. Nice.
8: Yes. And And, of course, demanding that I bring in front of him all my documentation supporting earnings and expenditures. Well, I tried to get a discussion going about how this magic works, where just other regular Joe next door can instantly be converted from an everyday accountant, as an example, yep. into an overlord who gets to demand my obedience and my money. Because the In average
3: individual words, is not willing to stand up and defend themselves against such aggression.
8: Well, let me, uh, let me kind of lay this out for you uh, before I get too many comments. I'm thinking about how a fellow human can be put into a uniform or a robe or a costume or a dress, and magically become imbued with imagined authority and wisdom for just an eight-hour period, eight-hour shift, and then return back to their normal existence.
3: Because the victim because is not a willing a to robe. stand up and take to stand up and defend themselves against that form of aggression. Well, this is this is not.
8: Uh, I'm going to be victim blaming a
3: lot. If that's the question,
8: no, it's um, it's uh, the magic happens because people
3: it. accept it and aren't willing to defend themselves against it. That's how the magic happens.
8: Well, that's, the, that's the part where I want to shift from from the individual's perception into the actual the actual magic. Good luck. Um, I'm, in other words, I'm not referring the delusion or the indoctrination or the brainwashing of other people or their or their feelings about it. I'm referring to the sorcery that occurs when these just other people walk through the doors of public buildings, the transformation process. In other words, there's some kind of magic that goes on and it's not necessarily we're not I'm not talking about in my mind or other people's minds. I'm talking about in the in the process of them Doesn't happen in the process.
3: Happens in the mind of the victim to the other. It happens in the mind On of the victim. The people accept it, right? They put up these big structures, cathedrals but I don't think so. to the state.
1: What do you think happens, Jet?
8: Um, the magic that occurs is um, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want to discover because it, it doesn't have to do with um, other people and, and their perception. It has to do with some transformation that occurs is that then makes them appear or um, or be viewed as somebody special. Have you ever yeah. seen have yeah. you ever seen a
3: real magic show? Like seen a magician work, sleight of hand, all that illusionary stuff. Oh yeah. The yeah, only the only reason yeah, that's entertaining. Right? The only reason that's entertaining is because you, the the audience member have to suspend your disbelief and buy into the fact that real magic is happening
0: Mm -hmm. because
3: if you knew how it worked it ceases ceases to be magic right that's the only way to enjoy the magic show is to suspend your disbelief so when they walk into the building or put on the the uniform right you have to suspend your disbelief that there's just another a-hole that lives next door to you right and believe that they have some authority over you and unfortunately for individualists and anarchists and libertarians Right. The vast majority of people buy into that paradigm and prefer the magic shell than to the
8: truth behind it. And you don't. I, I don't. And you so don't. if you
3: don't want to be taken advantage right by this IRA, IRS agent next door. Right. Fundamentally, you have to defend yourself against that sort of aggression.
8: Well, I just I just ignore their letters. I ask people, what do you do when you receive a letter in the mail from Someone you don't know, demanding that you owe the money. Yeah, you
2: throw Shred. it away. Shred. Throw
8: it away. Fred. <laughs> yeah, what so, letter? I mean, that's, what I've, that's what I've done for yeah. 40 years. But anyway, at the, some um, point,
3: maybe not for you, right? But they send enough letters, and then they send a guy, right? And then they would send the guy. Like my, sometimes he's armed, sometimes he's not. If he's not the guy that's armed, and he has to come back, sure enough, at some point, which, they're going to send a guy that's armed.
8: That's the process. Here's, here's, here's my desire, that that people in your position who have a platform can help other people make the transition from the illusion to the reality, to the understanding that these are just other humans. I mean, that's no what we're trying right to, to do. do Free yeah. Talk
3: Live has been doing that for 20 years.
8: Yeah. No, but I mean specifically, when someone calls in and talks about a situation to, to make the statement. These are just other people why do you pay attention to them you see what I'm saying in other words you have to sock them right between the eyes with the idea that um that they're talking about something that doesn't exist I
2: mean we I think we try to do that for the most part but when there are certain people who might be either getting attacked by these gangs or you know could possibly you know I I don't I don't want to pretend like there's no threat there or there's no real danger there. So to dismiss it and say, none of this is real. These are just other people just like you and me. They have no real power or authority over you. Yes, that's all correct. But I don't want to mislead anyone or have the illusion that there is no real threat or danger there. I
3: don't want to say it's even all correct they have power and authority because they will exercise it yes yeah. right you remove that power and authority by exercising your defense against it it, is, it is if you don't exercise your defense you submit to their power and authority
2: and that's another decision that has to well, be made you know it is a that's collective
1: a collective hallucination that's the magic the magic is a collective
8: hallucination i understand i understand but you guys are not under it i'm not under it uh, no we're under ask it me, we're definitely under people it. People ask me, how do I... Well,
3: people well, ask me... We've escaped trouble. it somehow. We're aware of it, yeah, okay. right? but we still act in manners that dictate that we're under it. Yep, yep, that's true. Right? When you get pulled over, are you popping so, off at the cop? No, you're taking your ticket and you're going about your business. Right. Right? And you're like, oh, yes, Massa. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I will try to handle this a different way.
8: Yeah, but uh, let's say getting back to the money thing again, the, uh, the taxation. Um, people ask me, how is it that I have gotten away with what they believe I've gotten away with? And I, and I, what i tell them is my, the better question is how have they gotten away with it with you? And that's what I'm talking about. If we continually chip away at the, at the mindset of these people who are locked in, for example, I was talking to a lady the other day and she referred to, she had to, had to get this accountant to do her taxes. And I said, could you do me a favor and not call them my taxes, not call them your taxes? They're extortion from strangers, and you have no obligation to participate in this extortion. Now, you can uh, deal with that however you wish, but that is the reality. What right. I'm saying is there's no obligation, someone... but there's
3: violence behind it, and people will participate to avoid the violence behind it.
2: I mean, I and appreciate today, the well, sentiment, then... though. Like, words are powerful, and we should choose our words carefully um but all i'm
8: suggesting is that whenever anything comes up where someone references um a a unit a gang uh, the global thing we call government whatever to challenge them in their thinking to, to explain to them that this is not real it's only real when the guns come out. Do you I mean, have a speci- real,
3: do, do you have a specific example where we failed to act in this manner? Because I feel like Free Talk Live is pretty good about pointing out the gun in the room, right, whenever it comes up. So did you hear a call where we didn't address this sufficiently for your expectations?
8: <laughs> well, I, I think you've probably heard me before. You've got to stop using these terms that they use. You've got to stop using the term government. You've got to stop uh, thinking about. I mean, why? Or, okay, so, yeah, yeah, so, let's, let's so let's just say we
1: did that. What What is your expectation that happens at that point?
8: Well, then more and more people will go. Wait a minute. Why are Why are they? I mean, they seem to be referring to this, so, this gang or these series of gangs um, that we call government. But why are they not calling them that? So I pr- or, I, pr-
3: I presume I you've mean, taken this tactic in your daily life with people you are surrounded with. Like free talk life has a bigger reach so we can reach more people, but you've done this
8: in your daily life. What is your success rate? Um, Pretty good. Um, The, the idea is that we convert this globalized uniform blob into individuals. In other words, calling them people. So you talk, you talk to 10 people
3: and you pitch this. How many of those 10 no longer file taxes? or pay into the system in some form well,
8: I or fashion? I have no idea. But, so you don't know your you know, success kind of rate? Right? Like it's kind of like planting the seeds of anything. Okay. I mean, you do your best, and, and you can get acknowledgement at the time. How long does it but, take
3: to germinate um, those seeds?
8: That would depend on the individual. It happened to me um, probably when I got my first job, the idea that, I was computing how much I would I would make, number of hours times wage, and this is what I'm going to make, and I'm going to go out and buy this, and then then all of a sudden I get my check, and it it's like three quarters of what I anticipated.
3: Yeah. Did you go to your Did you go to the owner of the company or your boss and say, I demand the rest of my wages that we agreed to?
8: Not then. Why not? I do, but I have I have for years done that very same thing. I submit a letter. It says, "I do not wish to participate in any socialist programs such as Medicare and Social Security." Uh, I expect that when I get paid, it's you know X the number of hours times Y the number of wages Z should appear in my check, and they either do it or they don't hire me. Okay. So and I've um,
3: and if more people my, did um, that, right? Less companies would be hiring, or they'd have to acquiesce. To our demands.
1: I want to know when Jets move to New Hampshire. Well,
8: um, I got to go do my tour in Las Vegas here first. So
3: I mentioned earlier that I do the podcast on Saturdays, and I had a similar conversation with my cohort yesterday, Mm -hmm. right? Because he likes to argue on Facebook and he has these conversations with friends, and he's like, Well, I'm always planting seeds. I go, That's fantastic, right? Good for you. You're planting seeds, right? But at what point do they actually convert? And he goes, rarely like they'll think about it right. they'll understand what i'm saying and then at the very end there'll be a yeah but and then they yep. regurgitate what they've always believed in mm-hmm. because that's what's comfortable for them
1: or the predictable thing that or we the predict- predict- hey jet thanks for the call we appreciate oh. you 603-283-6160 six six i think uh, jet should start his own podcast that's what i think he's got some ideas he obviously wants to get them out there uh anchor.fm and-, and he should do so uh More Free Talk Live is coming up. Final segment, final half hour coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Final half hour, 603-283-6160 is the number. We have time for you yet. We'll get to your calls and thoughts momentarily. In the studio, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass joining me.
2: It's Richie Rich.
3: It's Nikki.
1: Uh, Free Talk Live listeners, we are asking you for a big favor. As you perhaps already know, Ian Freeman, the show's founder was recently convicted of victimless crimes and is facing up to 20 years in prison. We can argue all day as to if the jury was mistaken, but that's not going to get us anywhere. What will be helpful is for you to write a letter to the Honorable Joseph LaPlante about Ian's character, how he has helped the community, and why you think he deserves a light sentence. If you say things about yourself that give your opinion weight, such as, you know, maybe you ran for an election or maybe you do some charity work or perhaps you held office, maybe you're a former military, something like that, that would be something you'd want to mention. As you know, Ian is a selfless guy that has always tried to do what he thinks is the right thing. It would be a tragedy if he had to spend any time in prison. We need these letters quickly, so don't put it off. Send your letter for Mr. Ian Freeman to 63 Emerald Street, number 610, Keene, New Hampshire, 03431. If you didn't get to write all that down, that's okay. You can find all the info you need at letters.freetalklive.com. That's letters.freetalklive.com. Thank you in advance. All right. Uh, Before we move on with any discussion, let's just go to Pedreg in New Mexico. Pedreg, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: You guys have a lot of
5: heavy conversations. We do. Abortion, banks crumbling, politicians wanting to nuke us. Everybody wanting to take us to – I just wanted to uh, put a lighter side of the story. I'm looking at a bag of high-protein dog food, and it says it's beef and lamb flavor. (laughs) <laughs> and then I've got another one over here that says beef flavor. So I really would like to meet the man or the woman who taste tests that dog food
1: before it goes <laughs> out the door. <bed. laughs> oh man! You. <laughs> Can you imagine meeting that guy? Like you're at a bar or something, and you're like, "Oh, well, what do you do? Oh, I, you know, I do some radio. What do you do? Oh, dog I'm the dog food tester. I'm the dog food taste
3: tester. Because
2: <laughs> you know it's not actually made out of beef or lamb.
3: The interesting it's made out of thing, too, like if you were in that position though, could you like demand a steak to like I need something to base this comparison on? Yeah. yeah. Or no, no. Bring in me between, a steak and some in lamb. between tastings,
1: you need to cleanse your palate, and yeah. you can only do that with something of uh, high quality and high expense. Yeah. Like yeah. water doesn't
3: do the trick, or ginger if you're in a Japanese restaurant,
1: right? Or Marianne if you're on Gilligan's Island. With some beans. <laughs>
3: take marianne and can of beans on,
1: on, a, on a deserted island on a deserted
3: uh, island i could get down with that okay yeah captain get... we finally found what it would take for captain <laughs> to eat baked beans
1: yep. <laughs> put them on a deserted island with marianne that's it <laughs> it might work just might work uh we have a unscreened caller calling uh what's your name please you're live on the air minor ache hey minor ache what's on your mind I was just calling to
6: inquire about the cost of Nikki farts in a jar. Oh, no, see?
2: No, that's... I haven't thought about that yet. Uh,
6: it,
1: what, would know,
4: what would you pay?
2: What would you pay, Yeah, that's the real yeah. question.
4: Well, no, it's more of a negotiation because I've, I've kind let's, of got a system to it. Okay. And uh, so it would have to, you know... Would
3: you, know, you pay... If Nikki well, charged 50 bucks for a fart in a jar, Could she count on uh, your support? All right, so... It might did be I go? Did I enough start enough to too low?
4: With you, I I'm feel like I started too low. And stuff she, and it, it's going to require her to own like a drill, and some gorilla tape.
2: Yeah, I already got that.
4: Awesome. So I would have to mail
6: over a drill bit, a, a jar, in my specialized, and I, I'm working on a, uh,
4: what a what do they call it? A patent. Okay. So, my, are these uh, your requirements?
3: Did we get pa- Did we get past the fifty bucks? Like hat pen? Yeah. You mail confused. her. You mail her the jar and the drill bit, and then I just and don't know why that and, needs
2: to happen. Should and I and be the supplying the jar? Well,
6: but I
3: that- mean, I,
1: if
6: he's going oh, su- to, people are going to supply their
3: own jars. He wants. Like, I mean, that's fine. He wants her
1: to use his own patented. No, it's got to be a certain size jar, and it'd just be easier for me okay. to okay. supply it.
3: Yeah. So what's so what if you supply all that? What the... Yeah. How much are you willing to pay? Yeah.
5: I
8: mean fifty bucks is good. So we started stuff. too low because he took the first
3: offer. Yeah. Which means when you put this up on the internet, it's gotta be at least seventy five yeah. or hundred. Yeah, would you better
8: read Trump's book?
1: Would you pay uh for that uh an additional twenty bucks if we sent you a uh Captain Kick Ass T shirt? Yeah. It'll pad the majority. Yeah, jar. <laughs>
3: All right, deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Sold. There we go. Negotiation's complete. Thank you for the call, MinorAke. I don't know where it is. I, I think there used to be a, <laughs> a mailing address for sending stuff to Free Talk Live. If you can find that online. You know,
2: I'm sure there still I, is, yeah. Send I don't know me what some it jars. is. Okay, so,
1: like, I... I'm going with a
2: hundred bucks. A hundred bucks.
1: You were talking about something... Sounds fair. What, what do you call it? Female privilege? Yeah. Sorry. This is yeah. it. So, can you imagine... <laughs> and, and I don't want to use anybody's name... But I kind of do. Can you imagine if like uh, if like Gigi called up?
2: <laughs> oh no! Yeah.
1: And asked me the same thing. Yeah. That Minorick just asked of you, right? Would that? It'd be less offensive, but would it be as funny? Would it be at you know what I mean? Like
2: I think it'd be funnier. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. I've never I mean, is it. there a market? I don't know. Is there? Probably
3: not.
2: I would think right? not. Like, I mean, I'm not into it. And also F- free like,
3: fart in the jar with every $50 Captain Kick-Ass like T-shirt I purchase. Have, I have questions about the mechanics of getting
1: the flatulence
3: into the jar. Well, no, he, he was explaining he, yeah, it. Yeah, it's he, like a little tube and whatever. Well, he, yeah. he said a it's a patented fart funnel. funnel. Yeah. But that sounds to me <laughs> like there's a gimmick. There's a... I mean, you gotta like, you know, it's probably one of those pump things that it's suction's a, onto your. It's a proprietary I don't know. It
2: lingers, thing, though. You can open the jar, do your thing, close it back up. That's like it. Ling- like you don't need a special funnel.
3: I mean,
1: you mean I you gotta know, seal
3: it off.
2: Yeah, just be quick. I know oh, that. Okay.
1: Yeah. You know I know it lingers that. a little bit. All right. I, I
3: frequently is it, is it heavier than air? Will it sink down to the
1: bottom of the jar? I think so. Yeah. I frequently Get take advantage. Like Why? Before you, I frequently <laughs> take advantage, Richie Rich. Sorry, got of the, uh, Of the band, uh, what is it, the band shell-like uh, effect of the porcelain bowl. Okay. Right? And that is to say, you know, when you got some flatulence, right? If you give it a little extra, you can create a very loud sound.
2: Yeah, you can. Right? Sure. Or if
1: you try and like let it out slowly, it's a very quiet sound. Squeaky. Right? Squeaky. Squeaky. Now, regardless of the level of decibels, uh, the, mm, let's say the aroma, uh, fills the room. Yes. So if I just had a jar sitting like next to me, you know, maybe it's hanging upside down or something, it would stand to reason that the aroma would also filter up into that jar and it would just be a matter of sealing it.
3: Yeah, maybe. But I mean, you want to make sure that it seals like the highest uh, volume. Yeah, do you
2: have to it. can them like do a water bath.
3: Well, what I'm saying if you if you let it like if you let it evaporate into the air a little bit, you're going to get less. You know, yeah, less fart it's less in potent. the potent. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of what I'm going
2: for. The air to fart ratio will be off.
3: Yeah. Uh, now so we, we talked about this a little bit. There have to show. be some
1: sort of a some sort of a test to determine the air quality content.
3: Well, that's why you do it like closer to the source instead of just scooping it out of the air. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Right. This, through his patented fart funnel, <laughs>
1: <laughs> minor ex patented fart funnel here on Free Talk Live. I better put that down as a note. Yeah, all right, Patent, uh, patented. we we have to get to this one because it's just it's just too much. This is again from Mirror.co.uk. The headline reads: "Man in love with balloons." Not
2: multiple balloons.
1: This is not a euphemism for like female breasts. Okay. Man in love with balloons, air-filled pieces of sure. r- rubber, plastic, whatever the hell they're made of, shares, balloonist? shares bed with them and can't
2: live without his lovers. Yeah.
3: And you roll over the middle of the night and pop one.
2: Oh, oh that'd be <laughs> tragic. <laughs> that and I'm assuming they deflate I, I after a while. If you could, I wonder what the life cycle is. I
3: wonder if... No, then you get those, you know... D- I
1: wonder if my patented fart in. funnel could funnel farts Fill into balloons.
2: Bagels. Oh, I'm sure it could.
1: Could you that's a
2: that's a good medium or a good receptacle.
1: Uh, let it out slowly. A cash from India has objectum sexual, meaning he is sexually attracted to inanimate objects and balloons in particular, so much so that he shares a bed with them and they have an intimate relationship.
3: We should hook him up with that Kazakh bodybuilder. <laughs>
1: Don't know what you're talking
4: about. Oh, there that's was hilarious. a Kazakh
3: bodybuilder that, like, you know, married a doll and then fell in love with a trash can or an ashtray. <laughs> is this like the guy who tried to make love to his car? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that it's was on my strange guy.
2: addictions. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, this is this is a thing. A lot of people, and it goes beyond. Some people are, uh, you know, like the blow up dolls or the sex dolls. <laughs> yeah. They kind of evolved past blow up dolls, but that's a very real thing. But people like lamps, really anything. People can just. I love lamps. It's legitimate. Well, it's legitimate. You know, they they really feel like they're in love with this object, and they also feel like the object can reciprocate the feeling. You know, they can the object loves them back.
1: Wow, it's right. real.
2: It's they really feel this way. We
1: really do have the tough conversations here, <laughs> Sunday Night Edition of Free Talk Live.
2: Mm, hard hitting.
1: Let's
3: uh, let's come back to this. Now, do to we this consider that a mental guy. disorder? Or
1: we just help I them would, transition yeah. into it. Okay. No, let's uh, let's go to the unscreened caller. What's your name, please? You're live on the air. Um, my name's Robert. Robert, South Carolina,
6: right? Yes, that's right.
3: What's on your mind? Something about Hitler.
6: Okay. Um, I think there are two important things that I'm thinking about. One of them is telomere extension. Uh, it will be soon possible for us to live forever, in that we will be able to. Because we know that the aging process is reversible, we've known that for about twenty years. Uh, The government just hasn't let us finish the research. It was done at the NIH. I looked into this um, a little bit. It's
1: interesting
3: stuff—the telomere extensions.
6: It's probably the most
3: coherent topic he's ever brought up.
6: Well, I I think I think that's pretty important. The other thing is that you know, as as long uh, the um, King of Saudi Arabia recently um, put a billion dollars into that problem, you know, to, to solve that problem, to finish up the research. And I happen to know that there's a physician here in our area who was working on that NIH project, and I know that she's a very close personal friend with the daughter of the king of Saudi Arabia, and I believe that she probably planted... Well, I suspect that it's possible, let me put it that way, that she that she planted that in the, in, in the that she talked to her father about that, and that's probably why he did that. And I think it's a very fortuitous thing for the people on Earth that, that the king of Saudi Arabia, his daughter, and, 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 and a woman who was involved in, in both the... Uh, research, and also uh, happens to be a personal friend of the daughter of the king of Saudi Arabia, or, or, or probably, uh, you know, got together on that, because that that, that could help us. What's it going mean, to cost, do you
1: think, like, you know, when this hits the market? What do you think it's going to cost for a guy to be like... I, I
6: have no idea how they'll arrange it. Humanity it's as we know major, it.
2: I think this is a terrible, terrible thing. Wow. I think it's Oh no. I just God. meant, like,
1: how much do I have to save up to live forever?
2: I mean, that's a question what? that's to be determined, but Billions I just... I think that I think the cost is far greater than a dollar amount, is what I'm trying to say.
3: You want people to... Why do you hate nope, people?
2: I believe in nope. natural life cycles. I believe in... You know, I believe the soul lives forever, and I believe in reincarnation, so I don't really... I think this is playing God a little too much, and I just don't see anything good hold coming on, from hold this. Hold on. If you, you know like I mean? the
3: soul, and you believe in reincarnation, fine. I like this body. So if I can keep my so if I can keep my soul in this <laughs> body for an indefinite amount of time but
2: how long is that body going to last though you know what i mean you got to
3: figure out the research man like why I come back so. in a random body it's going to be like time?
2: um in futurama where they just have the heads in jars like yeah you're you're living you're sentient but your head is in a jar and
3: I saw a picture That's online that. of, like, a homeless dude wearing a VR So I'm like, that seems like the future. Oh, man. I mean,
1: you know yeah. what would be worse is if your head was in a jar and it was filled with farts with a patented <laughs> fart funnel. Unless
2: hey, unless you're into that sort of thing.
3: <laughs> Smell Nikki's farts forever. Uh, Robert, did you have
6: more? Yes. I'm just concerned that you, you, you're, 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 you're heading in the right direction because there will be major problems because pe- if people live forever – how will we get rid of people? People will people die at the rate of maybe. Haven't you seen Highlander? We
2: can still kill them, you know. It'll <laughs> well, be the
1: quickening.
3: <laughs> also, interplanetary travel, right? If we can, if we can get that technology working, you know, we can we can live forever. Elsewhere.
1: Yeah, the live forever part actually makes interstellar or intergalactic travel far more plausible because currently uh, an intergalactic travel would have to span multiple generations. Right. We'd have to send families up as they are already, and then their families would have to reproduce and route to wherever the hell they were going a couple of times before they actually got there, and some of the whole purpose of why we're even going – could potentially be lost in translation. There's, yeah. there's a
3: movie about that too, where one of the quintessential questions asked by the film is, is that fair to the children who are born on the spaceship? No, it's I not. I would say no, right? Because so I then,
2: wouldn't want to be there. Well,
3: then you can't do it, right? right. But if you can get yeah. volunteers who live forever, to just that's their yeah. mission,
6: right? You, you could, you could get volunteers, but you wouldn't be able to get enough people. To get up there, I mean, just think of how many how many millions of people we'd have to put on spaceships to get, in, to, to get out cares? of here. Who cares? We're living it's, forever. It's, it's...
3: We have an infinite amount of time to figure this out at that point.
6: We'll have an infinite number of people, too, and, and we will, it'll be elbow only on the face of the earth after a short period of time. We'll never get, a, get to it that fast, I don't believe.
1: Oh, I don't know. Humans yeah. can adapt. One thing human beings are good at is breeding and conquering. Well, that's two things, I guess. Two things humans are good at <laughs> is breathing yes. and conquering. So, like, yes. if we run out of space on this particular dirt ball hurling through space, uh, you know, it would behoove us to find another dirt ball to habit.
3: And the brain the brain power at that point, when you have, like, that many more minds working on a solution to the problem. I also don't think the what? world is even close to being, like, Not fully populated. even close. So we can, you know, quintuple, quadruple, whatever.
6: You touched on it a little bit there. Yes, it'll be world wars like there's no tomorrow. We'll kill each other.
3: Well, I don't think I there, mean, why would there happening. be world wars. I don't
6: even think there'd be world wars. Why would there be? Well, smaller wars. There are about twenty wars going on right now that we don't even know about. Most of them. Yeah, there's we only know about one. Yeah. Okay. The human I race
2: just... has always been at war constantly, even war-like tribes. People. Yeah, but you know,
3: I, I also just... don't think how living forever is going to escalate world wars. I don't think so. We'll have to kill a lot
6: more people by war. Why, Why? though? Not if they I, live I forever, think, you won't be killing anybody. I
2: think people will grow wiser, and maybe they'll stop killing people if they have yeah. that much more time. Maybe they'll figure it out.
1: I wonder if there'll be a. Uh, I wonder if there'll be a. Uh, what do you call it? A. Uh, if one like like if dudes will opt for this faster than women will, right? Or if women will opt for this faster than probably men.
2: men I would think. You well, know?
3: Either way, what difference does it make? There's no. There's no impetus to reproduce at that point. Right, it's right, not like right. oh, there's no women left. What will humanity <laughs> so do? It's
2: going to be the thinking, libertarian are, party all over again. Some chicks are into older well, dudes. don't find one.
3: So if you're Fire the oldest, farts.
1: if you're the oldest dude, stands the reason you get more chicks.
3: Maybe, right? There's, again, there's 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 no there's no imperative. There's no biological imperative to reproduce if everyone's living forever, right? So if, if all the, the people, dudes do it and then fly away to a different planet and have their dude paradise, right? The, the, I'm sure they'd the, like move no into away. homosexuality at some point yeah. just for basic necessity. There are no planets close enough. They can just bring some balloons only with them. Mars. Again, we're talking only about Mars. like an infinite time horizon
6: if we're all living yes, forever. We, right? We can we take the time. Infinite time. We'd have to stop reproducing immediately. Why? Because otherwise the, the, the population would there are places on this earth that have like five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten children. It's only places like the United States, Japan and Germany that have that have the fewest number of children. And, and other those people aren't going to be
3: able in. to afford the technology, I mean,
2: man. And they can just leave, right? Are, are we talking about intergalactic space but, travel? I so I don't.
6: Yes, but we, but but we can't send that many people up. We don't have that kind of a capacity. And, and not yet. We, but we
3: will. Well, we because we're forever, talking about remember? an infinite time
1: yeah. horizon. Yeah. First of all, yeah. first of all, Everyone's the uh, the globe is about to experience a reduction in population just by the fact that the baby boomers are dying off. Yeah. And so the population okay. is actually reducing right now. Uh, so we don't have any worries about that. So thank you for the call, Robert. And it's we been done in Saudi
3: you. Arabia, so they'll take like themselves, their nine wives, and their seventy virgins somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we
1: could just take balloons with us if we're all like this guy, uh, yeah. Akash, is his name, uh, who's attracted to objects. Uh, he identifies as objectum sexual, and he is in love with balloons. It's like the- a Harry Potter spell. The loving bond between Akash and his balloons began as an innocent friendship, but blossomed into something deeper as he got older.
3: That's how all relationships start yeah. when you're young.
1: Uh-huh. I'm just I'm friends. Just in yeah, no, we're just friends. Yeah. Oh, you guys hanging out a lot. You know? No, we're just <laughs> friends. You and that balloon, I see you everywhere now. Oh, we're just yeah. friends.
2: Imagine to his parents' chagrin that his imaginary balloon friend <laughs> stuck around hey, and mom, now Dad, he's making I'm out a very, with it.
1: I'm bringing a very special balloon over for dinner tonight. I want you to be on your best behavior. They're like,
2: ooh, I thought that was just a phase.
3: No, mom. She wanted to be tied into a dog.
1: Now the 28-year-old from India shares a bed with his balloons and say they enjoy a physical
3: relationship. A sticky situation.
1: I like their presence and warmth, and share intimate feelings with my balloons. Are and, they warm? And vice versa, A cash told need to know dot online.
3: I uh, yeah. I mean, and if they're not, how do you warm them up? Right? Like,
2: I don't know. They would melt.
3: Seems like a very one-sided relationship. Like yeah. they're m- way more reliant on his affection than the other way around. I make out with my balloons. When you're in love, you spend a lot of time together and accept all
1: kinds of flaws. That is a direct quote from this guy. Sorry, like that, like they, that one sin spot? You thought I was just saying, I make out with my balloons. You thought I was like siding with this guy?
2: Also, are they accepting his flaws or is he accepting their flaws?
1: Every morning I wake up by saying good morning and giving a kiss to my balloons that sleep beside me and vice versa.
2: So they kiss him back. I, this is what I'm trying to tell you. They man, think I, that the I mean, balloons can reciprocate this, this affection. This,
3: this, this is a delusion.
2: Yeah, apparently.
3: So again- Or maybe do you we, just
2: don't get it, Captain.
3: Do we accept this man and his delusion, or do we seek help for him?
2: Well, I don't well, care. we he could can, do
3: both. I don't- well, We could accept can him in both? his delusion, but then
1: also, hey, dude, you might need some help. Is that really yeah. accepting then- like, no, I, I, I mean, doesn't sound like it. Give him He's not hurting anybody, so I'm, it's not like I'm gonna I'm gonna intervene with his little balloon love fest. Okay, no, I think it's right? great. So, like, you know, do what you want as long as you're not I mean, hurting anybody, right? I mean, and that's the sure. thing. I mean,
2: some people get off on hurting people, so I think this is I think this is great. You know, This is better. This is better. yeah. Okay.
1: He says, when they become inflated, I think that's when they're born. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Yeah, it just it keeps getting better. <laughs>
1: I can talk to them, take them shopping,
3: and for a walk in the garden. Amazingly enough, they speak English. They do talk to me through dreams and telepathy. Mm -hmm. Made in China, English-speaking balloons. That's
1: there's a new term: dirigible telepathy. Okay, dirigible being another name for a balloon, like a blimp. Okay, okay. Yeah, Uh, chromatic dirigible is the uh, is how you say Led Zeppelin without violating copyright. I thought
3: okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Then I thought the dirigible had to have a structure inside the inflatable part, or am I, mean, I thinking I, something? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I there's just like. Dist- I mean, word. we're
2: talking about a guy making out with balloons here. There's, so, a, di- there's like,
3: a there's a there's a, uh, a distinction between blimp and balloon, or yeah, blimp and and zeppelin. Yeah. and it's it's one. The zeppelin has the frame underneath the inflatable. You're probably part. right. Okay, yeah,
1: you're probably right. Uh, he says they do talk to me through dreams and telepathy. The balloons should have the freedom and the chance to see the world. And that is the reason why I walk with them everywhere.
2: All of them at once. They
1: got a picture of him like sitting on his bed with a bunch of, he's like kissing one of them. Uh, yeah. Since becoming physical with his balloons, Akash
3: began to feel something stronger towards his floating lovers. This is the deviant behavior that's taking down all of society.
2: So does he fill them with helium hmm. or air?
3: Or farts. We don't know. <laughs> <Or farts. laughs> Two years ago. the twi- <laughs> Well, they're in bed with them and they're not floating away. So less likely
1: helium yeah. than air. But the they
2: referred to them as his floating lovers. So okay. I didn't, right. you know, okay. I didn't maybe,
1: know. Maybe they're tied to
3: the bed, though, in which case
2: there's. I thought you said
3: there's a picture. Do they look tied to the bed or are they? Mm, let's see. Well, some of them just do lounging they? around. No, some, of them,
1: some of them are just sort of lying there on the bed. Others look like they might be filled with helium and are tied to like the bedpost. Okay. Uh, at any rate, uh, two years ago, he was determined to tie the knot, so he got down on one knee and proposed to a balloon. Tie the knot. Get it. Tie the it. knot. Oh. Keep the air in the <laughs> balloon. He added, "Since I confessed my love for my balloons, my life has changed for the better. Our love is so strong that I can't live without them." Ooh, ah, wow. That's a codependency do you think he's trolling, problem, right there.
2: Or do you think this is real?
1: No, I think it's real. He adds that the uh, the couple share each and every thought, feeling, and emotion. The couple? Due to party decorations, fragile nature, I ensures he takes extra care of them. He says the balloons are just as fragile as a human body. Maybe more so. Anyway, we're out of time. Thank you to all of our callers. Thank you to Richie and Nikki and Nikki and Richie. Thank you to everybody who tunes into Free Talk Live. If you missed any part of the show, find us at freetalklive.com. Peace.